This week on the Bloody Bits Horror Show, we let our imaginations run away with us as we discuss the 1962 horror classic, Carnival of Souls. Welcome to the Bloody Bits Horror Show. I'm your host, Eddie, the Axe Jefferson, and joining me as always, my right-hand man, Tim Yobo. How are you doing today, sir? I'm good. I'm glad to be here, Eddie. I had a good time with this movie. I'm looking forward to talking about it. Yeah, I had a good time with it, too. This is, of course, our uh, last week of of Patreon picks, I guess, and... um, smooth what it what an yeah what an interesting selection too man (laughs) uh so this comes from uh patreon steve he gave us two options he said either carnival of souls or eyes without a face oh that's right yeah because you asked me i was like you know what let's take a break from having i don't want to have to keep reading subtitles and take notes because it takes like four times as long (laughs) that's very true and this one definitely moves at a clip man let me tell you and it's the first time i ever saw it yeah, same here. Actually, is is uh, kind of um, I guess iconic as this is. I never actually got around to watching it uh, because it's man. I mean, just the amount of people that it has influenced and and uh, where it where it takes its influences from. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting stuff. Plus, you know, uh, we I'd want to do the Billy Idol song if we did Eyes Without a Face. Oh so. boy. <laughs> Well, you can't put the show on YouTube if you do that song. So. Oh, my God. Yeah, fucking YouTube. Every time I upload something, I get some... What if it's you singing the song, though? Like acapella. Is that still considered a no-no? Well, so what's funny about that, actually, is, um, first of all, it wasn't YouTube. It was on Twitch. But the lead guitarist of uh, Dragon Force got DMCA'd for playing his own music. Hmm. I heard Metallica had a problem with on Twitch yeah, this weekend, yeah, too. And yeah. good for them. That's karma. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, they got hired to perform at BlizzCon, and uh, that was being live-streamed via Twitch, you know, because we, with the COVID, you can't really have conventions right now. Nope. So Twitch dropped the feed on Metallica. No, they showed they the feed. They just played some, like, elevator music over it. Oh, they did? That's what that's what made it even better, because oh. you see Lars there banging out on the fucking drum, just counting all that money from the residual checks he's going to yep. get yep. from somebody downloading from Napster, and all of a sudden, <laughs> it's just elevator music turns on. Oh, that's wonderful. Fuck those guys, man. They haven't made a good album since Master of Puppets. Uh, well, actually, because I was just talking to somebody about Metallica, a friend of mine, and mm-hmm. I think he does make a point. I mean, they pretty much are like the number one metal band. Is yeah. There, was I mean, there anybody really bigger than them, whether you like them or not, which I could, I think there's like maybe two songs, and it's probably like their most commercial songs that I kind of like, but yeah. they've been around for a long time. They made a lot of albums, and they're probably the biggest, longest lasting metal band around. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. As far as like crossover appeal becoming like a pop culture kind of thing, then I, I think, yeah, they're probably the biggest. Um, gosh, I mean, you've got like Judas Priest. They never really. No, they never made it as big as Metallica. Yeah, Maiden, kind of. Still, no, same thing. It's really Metallica is the one that sold out those fucking gigantic stadiums and has been around and consistently around forever, basically. I mean, you could, well, I was going to say you could make a case for Rob Zombie, but I think that, I think that also was kind of off the back of his film career, too. Yeah, and has he been around as long as Metallica? No, no. I mean, White Zombie White was, Zombie's been yeah. around for a while, but I don't think White Zombie goes back to Metallica, Megadeth, no, Wasp, no. all those. Wasp. No, not, not. <laughs> Not back when, to when, Wasp. when you grew up, Eddie, what did Wasp stand for? Because I think I think there's a couple of different versions of the acronym. Yeah, so it was uh, "We Are Satan's People." Ah, see, the ones I heard was "We Are We Are Sexual Perverts." We're sexual perverts. Well, from the Animal Fuck Like a Beast album cover. That's where you... I came from. Yeah, yeah. My friend yeah, Vinko told me told me that. Vinko, <laughs> what, what the fuck is this? That can't be the guy's name. That was his name. Yeah. Oh he was God. Yugoslavian. Uh, okay. Well, I don't okay. know if I can say Yugoslavian anymore. Maybe a Croatian? Oh, wait. Yeah. Are you Serbian? Oh, fuck. I better not answer my door for the next couple of weeks. I say Croatia. <laughs> yeah, Vinko yeah. was his name Huh. That's a hell of a name, man. <laughs> hell of a name. You got to have game if your name is Vinko. You really do, man. Because, you're, I mean, you're overcoming some obstacles out the, out the gate. So... Carnival of Souls, coming over some obstacles, man. This, little bit of background on it. It was shot on a $33,000 budget, uh, filmed in Lawrence, Kansas, and, of course, Salt Lake City. Uh, and you might have noticed that uh, it employed some very grindhouse-style filmmaking. Uh, <laughs> a lot of locations they didn't really have permission to film in, let's say. Yeah, it's so... 1962. Where did they film it? Uh, so it was filmed in two locations. Initially, it was filmed in um, what was Lawrence, Kansas, and Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, you could probably get away with it a lot easier doing guerrilla filmmaking there than you could like New York yeah. or uh, California, right? Yeah. No, that's definitely true. I mean, especially Lawrence, Kansas. Like, that's kind of where it begins at with the uh, them having the nice drag race over the river. Uh, is this a drag race though? I have written down. I have written down. The movie starts yeah. over. Hey, let's drag, but they're turning. It's like I mean, obviously the people who are drag racing in these two cars, they lived in this town. They know where they're like the end of the race is supposed to be because they're yeah. twisting and turning all over the place. This is more like a rally, rally car race. There you go. Ah, uh, that, that we get. So it was uh, produced and directed by Herc Hervey. And written by John Clifford, the story was inspired by the uh, Hitchhiker episode of The Twilight Zone, uh, which you can kind of see a little bit of that in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a common enough theme, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but Twilight Zone is probably the first place I saw it. Yeah. And the writer says he, uh, he kind of saw that building, the location, the uh, abandoned pavilion, out on the Great Salt Lake, and it inspired him to, uh, well, to write this. So they uh, had a location in mind before they had a story, which, interesting way of doing things, but it kind of works. Uh, 
didn't Romero kind of do? Kind of, well, not really, maybe 100%, but he saw that shopping ball and that gave him the idea for Dawn of the Dead, right? Yeah, so actually, Romero credits this for the inspiration for uh, Night of the Living Dead, hmm. uh, this film, Carnival of Souls, as well as uh, David Lynch has said that this has been kind of a, uh, one of the influential films for him uh, getting started with like a racer head. And, and... I could see that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Could absolutely. Uh, so it stars uh, Candace Hilgoss as Mary Henry. <laughs> and, uh, well, it's Candace not with an uh, I, so I guess it's a mm. little bit better. Um, the, the smart way of spelling it. That's right, the smart way of spelling it. And, I, I mean, I have to say that this movie kind of lives and dies on her performance because, oh yeah, man, we're with her beginning to end. What's funny is her agent actually dropped her after he saw this movie, too. Really? Because I was like, she did a pretty good job. I mean, she kind of does like a Marilyn Chambers from Rabbit, right? Where it's oh, like yeah. you said, it yeah. lives or dies on what she's doing in the movie, and mm -hmm. she carries it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she, as far as I'm concerned, she's, I mean, she's probably the, the, biggest part of this movie uh i mean certainly acting wise but as far as like her reaction to the world around her uh sets the tone for the for the fear and, and the horror elements of it uh, well i'll assume you tell us if she's done other stuff before or since um yeah so she has done a few things after this let me pull up the list here real quick because she, she had a, a little bit of a career. Um, she was in da, 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 The Curse of the Living Corpse as Deborah Benson, mm -hmm. uh, south of Hell Mountain. I don't know what oh, the fuck man, that is. Oh, man, that's a bad part of the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to get going the south of the mountain. No, not at all. And uh, Quincy M.E., she was in an episode of that. Wow. All right. So Sir Charles, I know, I guarantee you, Sir Charles watched Quincy because Quincy yeah. liked to get down and uh, get funky with the ladies when he wasn't carving up corpses and seeing what was going on. But uh, Sir Charles would get that reference. Yeah, that's about it, though. But there is a, a video short uh, called A Schoolgirl's Diary that came out in 2019 that apparently she has some sort of an appearance in but that's okay not not a ton that she went on to probably playing somebody's grandma right yeah maybe or maybe it's just like archival footage um so another just fun fact about this movie before we get into the breakdown though tim is uh when they made the movie they failed to put the uh the little copyright stamp on oh this. no and wow and fucking george romero does the same thing with night of the living dead Yep, yep. So the day this thing came out, it was public domain. Wow. Yeah. So. Shit. I guess maybe that also was uh, kind of inspired Romero. Yeah. <laughs> Accidentally. He, he watched the movie all the way through. He took his notes, and he's like, all right, the movie starts like this, and this is exactly how it ends. It doesn't have any kind of a code protection on it. I don't need it. Yeah. Who needs that shit? Uh, well... Like you said, Tim, we start with uh, three gals. They're in their old car. And then there's uh, some blokes, and they're in their old car, and they pull up to each other and ask if they want to drag. And, Tim, this must bring you back to <sighs> no, your I'm days. No, I'm old enough to remember drag racing. <laughs> your days I'm old enough the... I remember seeing movies about it, so I know what it is. And I don't know if I, like we said, if we call this drag racing, but no. it's racing. Yeah, yeah. So they, they're racing all around town. 
they uh, swerve over onto the bridge from Stand By Me. And, uh, well, I the accident that they get into doesn't look great. Uh, she just kind of, like, jerks the wheel real quick. Uh, well, he does. He kind of, like, bumps her a little bit before that. Oh, okay. That's okay. not. That's. I don't think that's. I don't know if that's what causes the accident because it looks like he bumps her and it looks like they're driving for a little bit while longer before she just looks like she just takes the car and just turns it right off the bridge and goes head first into the water. Yeah, bust through the railing, which appears to be a couple of two by fours, and well, uh, yeah, directly into bridge. the drain. Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. Must have caught. I mean, out of that thirty-three thousand dollar budget, I bet that was like you know ten, fifteen bucks to fix the bridge. Uh, that and the car, right? Yeah, well, the car. That's a good point, man. Because they fucking sunk a car down into that lake. It's uh, man. I mean, not, I know not, they built them tough back then, but still, I don't know if you can get that out of the lake and refurbish it. No, no. It's got some water damage, man. That wood paneling, that's going to swell. They're going to need to refinish it. Man, the fucking Carfax on that. Jesus. That piece Jeez. of shit. It's a good thing they didn't have Carfax back then, man. <laughs> so uh, then we, we uh, the guys stop and they just kind of look over the rail like, ah, shit. And uh, then we get our title card for Carnival of Souls in the murky waters below. Mm-hmm. Comes up all nice and wavy. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of miss those old-fashioned, like, title cards like that with the fun little visual effects. And they do some other uh, weird visual effects yeah. uh, a little later on, which is uh, kind of neat for back then. Yeah, it was rubbing my eyes. I thought there was something wrong. <laughs> well, there could have been, too. Uh, we'll get to that part, and we'll make sure it, it's not just that you have, like, a cataract going on or something, too. Because... <laughs> Now we cut to the cops, and they're out there dredging the lake, which is, like, just hucking a big hook into it. Uh, yeah, I have it written down. The way that they're doing it is they're never going to find anything unless it's, like, what, 20 feet away from that one spot where they're <laughs> yeah, just they throwing keep... the hook in and trying to grab something. <laughs> they keep tossing it in the same spot. Like, do they see the car, and they just keep missing it? Like, what's going on? <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe they can figure out from where the bridge is broken in the general area, but, I mean, the yeah. bridge looked like... Like they were towards the middle of the bridge when they went into the water, right? Yeah, yeah, and they were like over by the by the shore when they were dredging it. Which, yeah. I mean, I guess you kind of gotta be, but oh, well, what are we gonna do? Lazy police work. Yeah. So one of the one of the dudes tells the uh, the the cop. He says, "Look, man, we've been out here for like three hours trying to do this. So uh, I don't want to say anything, but they're probably fucking dead by now." <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's just turned into a recovery. Yeah, yeah, at this so point, we can go home and come back tomorrow when it's not freezing cold. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, I also have a note that one of the dudes in the car, like, lies. And he's like, ah, we weren't racing. We were. <laughs> yeah, no, he says that they tried to get they tried to get around us. And the cop says, are you sure you didn't, like, bump them or something like that? And he's yeah. like, no, sir. No, of course not. And uh, it's not like there's any witnesses, so uh, you kind of got to go. It's been three hours, right? <laughs> I just heard the <laughs> cops say it's three hours. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think this is going to be coming up later, but uh oh, it is coming up later. Mm hmm. Because uh, old Blondie comes stumbling out of the water. And actually, it's a really kind of creepy good scene, too, the way yeah. that she's walking on that thing. But I noticed her hair wasn't wet. Yeah, that was a little weird. I mean, that could have been that old hairspray they used to use back then in that Aquanet. Uh, Aquanet? There you go. Yeah. Yeah, just the water just beads right there off. There you of it, go. Man. That's right. 
<laughs> so she kind of, yeah, comes up out of the water. People are like, Jesus Christ, you, what the fuck happened? She's like, I, I don't really remember, man. I got to go. Yeah, this kind of would be a big story, right? 1962, even if you're in some hick town and wherever this is supposed to really be taking place. She was supposedly underwater for three hours. Yeah. No, especially if this is in some hick town. There's nothing for them to talk about. Oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's, I forget. The general store is closed down. Main Street is a ghost yeah. town because everybody is there because something new happened. And yeah. And here comes. Yeah, because actually you do see a bunch of people run across the bridge. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they're all gathered a around of... her and everything like that. And they're like, what happened to the rest of your friends? She's like, I don't know. That's yeah. it. Nobody's asking any questions. Yeah, I mean, those three women going versing and going missing in this town, I mean, that's going to eliminate at least, like, 70% of the genetic diversity. Yeah. <laughs> it might actually like, help well, to clean it up. Because <laughs> you have to get three new women to replace them, right? <laughs> that's true, yeah. We're going to need to go to another the next town over to fucking Bramble Shoot or whatever. So, yeah, she just kind of... Comes out, says she lost her memory of what happened here, and, well, I guess she comes back the next day to look around. She's watching them dredging through the uh, the water some more. And then I, we, we cut to her playing with her organ. Uh, and it's a magic organ, right? Because the whole time, whenever she's playing and touching the, her organ, mm -hmm. everybody just stops what they're doing, and it's like uh, mesmerized, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I know I was at attention, Tim. Um, did you get it reminds me of that old question of, would you rather have four roses on your piano or tulips on your organ? hey -o. So, uh, man, and the set of pipes on this organ, too. My Lord. Well, I'll tell you, this movie taught me a lot about organ playing, which I, yeah? some of this stuff I did not know. Okay. Okay. We'll get to that then. Um so the, the music that she's playing here, not bad, by the way. The, this whole film has a pretty great soundtrack, actually. It, it really does, yeah. I bet you yeah. Bobby has it on soundtrack, right? I'm sure Bobby does. Uh, and what's, what's an interesting touch is that she, because she plays the organ, uh, sometimes you're not really sure if the music that she's listening, or the music that's in the film is diagenic or not. Like... In, uh... Is this something she's hallucinating, yeah. or is this just atmospheric? You know what I mean? Because a lot yeah, of it is. Yeah, because it's also is... a part where she's driving later on, and she's turning her radio, and she's turning the dial. Yes. And as yes. it's turning, you're hearing the same music, no matter what she's turning it to. Yeah. So I just the note I have here is it reminded me of uh, there was this place in Portland, Oregon, that was called the Organ Grinder, right? And it was this big-ass, like, two-story uh, family pizza place. And they had a massive pipe organ right in the front of it. And wow. they would have this uh, screen come down where they would show old uh, silent cartoons. And they had a, uh, a pipe organist that would play music over the silent cartoons. Now, and that's a fucking these... draw. Yeah, yeah. No, this place was the shit, dude. And uh, they had, like, a bubble machine they'd turn on when that shit was going on. Dude, it was fucking awesome. And you got some decent pizza, so, you know. You're in Portland, so the best you could hope for is decent pizza. Yeah, they, yeah, not a lot of good pizza up there. I mean, well, I mean, we did have a Sparrow's in the Mall 205. <laughs> so, 
was it the family-owned Sparrow no, in the same no. generation? <laughs> no, no. This was after they franchised oh, it out to the man. malls. Whenever I was... walked past the Sparrows in New York, well, not anymore, but hopefully soon. Yeah. But back in the day, and I would see people going, and I was just like, oh, man, you know, the... It's no. It's like doing? the biggest thing that you're a fucking tourist. That you nobody who lives in New York goes in that no. fucking place to eat unless you've been constipated for two months. Yeah, <laughs> and you want to get it out real fucking quick. Well, yeah, because you could throw a stone and hit three or four original Joes or Joes originals or places where oh. you can get a decent slice for like a dollar, dollar fifty. Yeah. No, there's another restaurant I'm trying to. Oh, Original Rays. Rays, yeah. That's, that's the thing. Because I used to work down the village, and I thought that was the original Rays. Yeah. I think it's on, like, uh, 8th Street and, like, between 1st and A or someplace around that. But yeah. And then I got started working uptown. I was like, there's another Rays. And I was like, they're the original. <laughs> what the fuck? So there's original Rays and Rays original. <laughs> uh, and then there's how they different, they're spelling it differently. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So I missed that place. It was a it was a pretty decent joint. And uh yeah, like you said, man, she gets the attention of everybody. Like every head is turned over at her when she's playing on playing with her organ. And I got I, I, I gotta wonder. Because it turns out she's heading to Utah to play organ at church, right? Mm-hmm. And her friend, whoever this guy is, they don't really get into his character. He he he's just kind of like, uh, so you're gonna go gonna go play at the church, huh? What what's up with that? Oh, you mean the old man? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she tells him, "Look, I don't really care about the the church or anything." Uh, she says, "I'm not taking any vows. I'm just yeah. playing the organ," which right. I think is a good line, and especially something back then. Because she's yeah. kind of like dissing the church. Oh, definitely. Yeah, because he's kind of taken aback by it when she says this. And he's like, well, uh, how about on the way? you going to visit your folks? And she's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm in a hurry. I got to get there, you know? And he's like, all right, well, uh, maybe next time when you come back, you could, like, uh, you know, talk to me or whatever. And she's like, I'm never coming back. Fuck this. And I'm just like... Did she just, like, rob a bank or something? Is this, like, the beginning of Psycho? What's going on here? <laughs> uh, well, what's going on is I think uh, she's getting away from the trauma that was getting yeah. into a fucking car accident and two of her friends are dead. That's true. And you're in a small town, so like you said before, everybody knows everybody's business. That's yeah. going to take, like, ten times as long to fucking, like, oh, kind of, like, fade into the background, right? Yeah, yeah. That's like in a small when you... town, how long before somebody burns her for being a witch because she's the one who survived it and <laughs> lay, stayed on the water for three fucking hours? She's got to get out. That's very true, man. She did live without oxygen for three hours, so yeah, she might be a witch. And her hair came out perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, man. But like, oh god, and then you just imagine like when somebody breaks their arm, how many times they have to explain the story yep, of when yep, they yep, broke yep, their yep, fucking yep. arm. Well, hey, there's uh, Mary with the dead two friends. Hey, Mary, why don't you tell us again about what happened? <laughs> Plus, yeah. she's also got to get out because those two guys, the jig is up for them because she's going to be able to tell the cops that they were drag racing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I don't think she wants to drop the dime, though. Because, you know, well, you that... know what? Yeah, that's right. She doesn't snitch. She no, just gets out no. of town. 
Yeah, I mean, and to be fair, like, she was just a passenger. She couldn't really do shit. Uh, yeah, I have written down earlier in the notes, we skipped over it. The two other women in the car. Yeah. They're like, they're perfectly innocent fucking victims, right? Because they're yeah. not agreeing to this drag race. They both have a look <laughs> on their face like, oh, shit, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, and the, the driver lady, like, she's into it. She's smoking a cigarette, so you know she's a bad girl. Yeah, she's got you know? one hand out the window smoking a cigarette, and the other hand driving in a fucking drag race. Yep, yep. Uh, so, like you said, Tim, she uh, she packs up her crap. She loads up into the car. She goes driving off into the night. And uh, this is where I have the note about the music, because, as you said, she initially she tunes in. There's some kind of, like, uh, upbeat, you know, decent-sounding music. But mm. then as, as day turns to night... Uh, much like in uh, Castlevania II, uh, Simon's Quest, the the curse comes out, and the yeah, music deep cut. Yeah, the music starts to sound all discordant and uh, uh, creepy, and she's like flipping through the different channels that you do, the different stations. But the music you know stays you... the same, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, all right. So. You know something's going on. She's driving into Silent Hill, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, well, how do you know you're almost in Silent Hill? Well, when you look at your window and you see uh, Scott Ackerman from Comedy Bang Bang. Uh, <laughs> this dude that's fucking in the window. Like, oh, my God. I know that they used a bunch of, like, just extras for this that, that they paid, you know, peanuts, I'm sure. Mm, 33000 um, Yeah, yeah, not a lot of budget going on here. So she sees this dude. She freaks the fuck out. Looks out the front of the window, and oh shit, some gray-haired old guy pops up in the middle of the road, like fucking in the mouth of madness. Well, yeah, because she sees this other guy um, in like the reflection of the window, the passenger yeah. window. Yeah. And the way they did the, they did the effect is actually pretty good. Yeah. Because, because he it's... fades out, and then it fades to her, and then she looks down the road, and she sees uh, I have written down just this crazy-ass looking dude. Yeah, some crazy-looking old gray-haired guy. She slams on the brakes, veers off the road, you know, because she doesn't want to hit the guy, Crash Two times in three days, she's crashed. You think she, maybe she wants to, like, take a bus? Well, yeah, she tries that later, and uh, <laughs> doesn't work oh, out doesn't too well. Oh, doesn't work out too well. All right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, now veers off the road, but, uh, hey, it's no big deal. She just, you know, kind of backs back up onto the road and drives off to, to go gas up. All right, I have a question. So, I don't have a car. Why did the engine turn off? Why after did she like the... ran out the road? Because she had to turn the engine back on. Yeah, you know what? I have no idea. That doesn't make any sense. Okay, just a dumb question. No, no, it's uh, I maybe it was something with the 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 fucking cars from. Back in fucking 19 Dickety 2 or whenever the fuck that car came from. She had to get out and get that big metal key that they shove in the hood and turn the crank, you know? She had to crank it up, yeah. yeah. Actually, I think you need two people for that. I think you need somebody to crank the car and then somebody yeah. to, like, gas it up, right? Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Jesus. We've come so far, man. All right, now, let me ask you a question, because at first I started watching this on YouTube, mm -hmm. right? And I stopped watching on YouTube because, number one, the subtitles weren't coming up. And I was, like, watching with subtitles. Same. And yep. the sound was, like, really fucking horrible. Hard to listen mm. to. I had to put my headphones on and turning it up. But on the YouTube cut, at this point, the subtitles do come up. 
And it says okay. something about, I don't belong in this world. I feel separated from others. Hmm. And was that in the movie that you saw, or was that just something that fucking YouTube was just bugging out on? The, I think that was something YouTube was bugging out on. But, Tim, you have, like, a, uh, a storied history with YouTube subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's because of me. I Because aren't they killing the subtitles, the auto-generated subtitles sooner? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, just uh, what's that episode of Tales from the Crypt with uh, <laughs> Old Digger? Old Digger, yeah. Yep. Good old Digger. Yeah, uh, and no, I think so they say his name many, many times in that episode, and uh, they never corrected the misspelling of it. No, they didn't, sir. And I, I remember I had to go back and check it because I'm like, I don't know if Tim's okay. I you believe, gotta... yes, you know what, Eddie? That's right, because that brings me back because that was the very first grind bin related thing that I ever did. I already done Daniel's yeah. show, but that <laughs> yeah. was the first time I was going to be on the grind bin, which is, you know, the holy grail. And mm-hmm. I was going to be on uh, the mini bin, and I'm watching with the subtitles, and I'm like, whoa! Whoa, what wait a minute. What the fuck did I just see? And then. I'm like, oh, wait, I gotta rewind it. <laughs> we got the Crypt Keeper dropping end bombs. What the hell's yeah. going on here? So I rewound it, and literally like three or four times, I call my wife into the room. I'm like, I am seeing what I'm seeing, right? I'm, like, oh, I'm going wife. to record this on my phone just in case. If yeah. after I talk about this, for some reason they change it or take it down, and that would yes. be Tim canceled oh, Tim. day one. Yeah, no, brilliant, brilliant move, by the way. If somebody tweets some shit that's fucked up, instead of just, like, quote tweeting it, always take a screenshot. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, people can delete or edit shit. So, yeah, good move, man. (laughs) Uh, So, no, no, it didn't say anything about that in the the subtitles for me. But it comes Uh, back later on, right? It does, it does. So that's that's why when I saw it later on, I was like, wait, what the fuck? That is weird, because I think when she's talking to the doctor, it comes up. But I might be mistaken. Uh, yeah, well, anybody who wants to take the chance, uh, take the time, just go on YouTube, get up to this part where she crashes the car, and it's, I think, right after she crashes the car and she's looking around outside, that's yeah. where it comes up, yeah. where it's going to oh, be and the hey, subtitles. This movie's public domain, so I can freely tell you that I have a copy of it on the blood bank, too. So mm-hmm. there you go. Yes, all right, yeah. I should, yeah. That's why I should have watched it. Yeah, yeah, it's the uh, uh, very good quality copy on that. I, I ended up t- switching over to Tubi, and Tubi had a really good copy, yes. and the sound was really great on it, too. Yeah, God bless Tubi, man. We should get them as a fucking sponsor. Oh, man. You know what? We'll give them half price on the ads. Yeah, yeah, just I'll just promote their shit for free. Like, <laughs> as many good movies as I've watched on that service without paying a penny, come on. Uh, fucking great. Yeah. I might regret saying this later on, and I might get a ton of uh, hate tweets, but I would not mind paying that company five bucks a fucking month for them. I could see it. I could see it, especially if you cut out some of the commercials. Even with the commercials, because the commercials aren't that bad, but no, just the collection of fucking shit that you find on Tubi, you're just not going to find anywhere. And there's another one I have on my TV only. I think it's called Midnight Pulp. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've seen that one. They got That's some fucking good... crazy-ass shit on that. Yeah, they got some doozies, man. So, yeah, she stops, gases up, and asks the gas man see, about... See, we can do commercials, people. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There's, see, we, there, we did some free commercials, okay? Yeah. We're not even getting paid. Next one, uh, we're, we're sending you a bill for them. 
Yeah, we'll send Tubi and Midnight Pulp a bill. And they'll send us a response to say, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Cease and desist. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, she asked the gas man. She's like, hey, what's that uh, old weird abandoned building that I've been staring at as I've been driving this whole time? Uh, and he says, oh, that. Now, I'm trying to recall exactly the history of it. I have it written down. Okay. So it's he says, the old bathhouse. Okay, it was a bathhouse. Let's get so, back to that for a second. Well, put a pin in that. Then it was a dance hall, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then it was a carnival. Yeah. A bathhouse. In Utah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know where you want to go to party is a Utah Well, no, bathhouse. I'm thinking, I'm, well, first of all, it's Utah, okay? So, mm -hmm. you know, they don't even, like, have a Coca-Cola machine in the bathhouse. So that's the kind that's of place true. that you're talking about, Eddie. Uh, but back then, like, let's say, because like, this is, like, 1962 the movie came out. So mm -hmm. figure with the history, it's already been three different things. That's kind yeah. of, the bathhouse is probably, like, what, maybe the 30s? Yeah. Maybe the had 40s? To have been a while. So what the fuck was a bathhouse back then? I mean, literally, was it just people going there? It was an old wash tub that somebody <laughs> had outside that occasionally the horses would drink from. I mean, is it something like to like the equivalent of what I would know is like a, like a Korean sauna where you go there and maybe you got like a hot hot springs type thing or yeah, or is it like a Russian bathhouse where they beat you with those weird sticks and. Oh, the, like those yellow. branches and leaves, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck are the... And this is Utah, so this is the Mormons, right? Yeah, right? So, I mean... The fuck is... I, how do you get beaten to... with branches if you have your magic underwear on? Well, yeah, they have to have the magic... But then again, though, because this was like in the 30s, so they were still cool with uh, polygamy back then, right? Uh, yes, and back then when they saw this movie, it wasn't in black and white. It was only in white. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> yeah, they were into this polygamy. Is more brought to you by the Church of Latter Day Saints. Uh, yeah, man, they were, they were into uh, polygamy. They should have called it more women, ladies and oh, gentlemen. Oh no, but women. you see, no, look, they did this smart thing. They did the Frank Lutz thing. They turned that shit around. More men. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think we talk about this in the Discord. Nobody wants to pay. Who cares about if some rich motherfucker dies and has to pay an estate tax? But mm -hmm. wait, me, poor guy, I have to pay a death tax? Hell no. Fuck that shit. I don't want that. Yeah. It's all how you phrase it. So instead of more men, more women went more men. Yeah. Yeah, it's all PR spin, my friend. Yep. Uh, so he's. Uh, so it's a bathhouse that went out of business and became a dance hall. It went out of business and became a carnival. All things that you would not associate with fucking Utah. Yeah. <laughs> the land of Mormonism, right? <laughs> yeah, bathing, dancing, and gallivanting, and traipsing around and playing uh, carnival games. I don't... Dance hall. Maybe this is where they shot, uh, they shoot horses, don't they, with Jane Fonda? Oh, God. Maybe, yeah. I don't know though, because I, I saw I just that have... movie way, way, way too young. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. So I just have like I can't think of a creepier setting than an abandoned carnival bathhouse. Like, it's, not it's got good. everything, right? It really does, man. So uh, 
she says, ah, that's cool. Hey, uh, here's an address for a rooming house, which, okay. Uh, and she goes, I want to go uh, to the rooming house. And the dude's like, oh, yeah, that's just over and then just points. Uh, it's actually, there. it's a pretty cool transition, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then we, we cut over to her going to the rooming house. And she meets an old lady that's too nice. Uh, well, she's very nice, and uh, I really think, well, I think she has that thing where it's like cleanliness is next to godliness, right? Cause she's, yeah. Sooner or later, she's really pushing bathtubs and taking baths. Oh, my God. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> so she says, hey, uh, you know, here's the, the house. Everything you know, is cool. There's only you and uh, one other person in here. He's probably never going to come up, though. Don't worry about that. And, uh, by the way, there's a bathtub. I wanted to point that out to you. And feel free to take as many baths as you yeah, want to. Yeah, it's a private bath, so you can take as many baths as you want. I'll never bother you or... Yep. Bust your chops about taking baths. It's something to that effect. But here's something I just thought of right now. Yeah. Uh, Utah, 1966, rooming house, mm-hmm. and men and women are living there, and on the same floor and right across from each other? Hell yeah. no. No. No, this does not pass the sniff test, sir. You're, you're absolutely correct. Yeah, because you literally had it where it was either men's boarding houses, rooming houses, whatever the fuck you wanted to call it, whatever the difference might be. I think probably rooming house, you had some money. Boarding house, you maybe had a little bit less money, just depending on like hotel, motel. Well, but there yeah. was no way that they were going to let men and women on the same no. floor next to each other because all those whole things were about, you couldn't have any guests after like 8 o'clock at night and shit like that. Yeah, no, you see, I think the old lady here has got some sort of a peeping scam situation oh, going on. Oh, shit, she wants to see her in the bathtub, and then she's like, maybe the guy's going to come over, and he's yeah. like, hey, I don't have a bathtub in my room. She's she's charging punks and nickel a man to peek through the keyhole at her. <laughs> That's where she's making her money on the back end. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's making money off of this broad. Yeah, I'll keep the sandwiches coming. Don't worry, sweetheart. Why don't you go uh, take another bath? Oh, you know what? I'll bet she put the bathhouse out of business. Oh, that's right, because she's giving away fucking free baths all the <laughs> yeah. time. How can you compete with free? <laughs> so, uh, oh, God. Yeah, I have exactly that same note, Tim. Is it just like, why is she pointing out all the free <laughs> bath situation? Whatever. Oh, so, wait, maybe, Eddie. She has a, but that, remember that uh, story you told us about that girl? She has that same condition. Oh, maybe good like Lord, as soon as Misty. she walked in, yeah. the lady's like, uh, hey, uh, maybe you want to take a bath and uh, take okay. a bath uh, every like couple of hours or something until the smell goes away? You know what? Maybe it's because Mary was just in that fucking gross, muddy swamp fucking lake for three hours. <laughs> Doing God knows like, what. Yeah, and we don't, I mean, we never saw her take a bath after that. So Wait, was that girl's name really Misty? The, yeah, the the funky oh broad God. from from Washington's. Her name was Misty. I thought you. I, every time I heard that, I was a little bit drunk. So I thought it just made like your <laughs> eyes misty. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Uh, God damn, that was. I uh, I hope she found love. Uh, so. <laughs> and Mary's about to find some love too because. Uh, oh, oh God. That's what I have yeah. written down. I don't know what his name is really, except for Creep. I think they said yeah. his name was uh, Lindell. Yeah, yeah. And as soon name... as I heard this, I was like, oh shit, Mike Lindell's father. 
the, his name is uh, Johnny Johnny Linden. Ah, uh, okay. Like the people that made that uh, Second Life game, the the Lindens. Ah. So that that adds. Thinking up. about Barry, but okay. Yeah. So, yeah, she. Uh, well, she goes to unpack her shit. And, uh, yeah, we get the peeping situation coming up with, uh, well, first it's the weird, uh, white haired guy, uh, that she saw when she was driving. Yeah. And the kind window of peeping in the right? window. Yeah. And she looks out, but nope, there's not actually anybody out the window. So off to church. She's very blase about stuff that. I mean, if I saw stuff like that, I don't believe in ghosts or anything like that, but if mm -hmm. I thought I saw some old fucking ghoul's fucking face looking in my window, <laughs> yeah, I would probably question it for longer than she does, right? Yeah, yeah. So she does go out shopping a little later on. I would have maybe stopped by the gun store. <laughs> oh, fucking ghost or whatever you are. Huh? We'll 1962? Holy Christ. They're giving them away. Yeah, back then? Oh, yeah. If you open up a bank account, they give you a free gun. Today they do. So just imagine back then. There's just yeah. like baskets of guns. Yeah, that's true. That's like I was saying, the uh, the diner across the street from where we lived in Florida had a concealed carry permit classes at a uh, diner. <laughs> you got to make every square inch of the restaurant pay something, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was one of those great diners where everything was like cow print with, with the stupid dots on everything. Yeah. Uh, they made a really good fried catfish, though. Well, it's also so. good for target practice, right? <laughs> you know what? I never verified this. Maybe people were just shooting the uh, holes in the wall. That's right. <laughs> it was a stock white wall, and everybody's just fucking target shooting with their shotguns. <laughs> Could have been. Yeah. It's Florida. Anything could fucking happen. So, yeah, she's in there uh, looking around at the uh, the organ. The priest says, I'm going to show you my organ, more <laughs> organ talk. And he says, hey, uh, you know, she, she sits down to play for a minute. And, and he's he, like, he yeah. also says that it's made in her hometown. Yeah, yeah. So she grew true. up in a town that makes organs, and she decided to become a professional organ player. Yeah, that's weird. What did they make in your hometown, Tim? Uh, well, uh, I used to live in Astoria, close to Steinway Street, named there okay. the Steinway Piano Company. Hey! So it's got that. But you never you never got into playing piano. No, I wish I would have known that uh, if when you grow up, if they make musician uh, uh, instruments, you could grow up to be that kind of musician. I could have been I playing this piano uh, on Carnegie Hall. Or you in could Carnegie have. Hall. Yeah, or Carnegie Deli. Uh, <laughs> Uh, which they're closed down now, aren't they? Uh, yeah, well, I think they even closed down before Corona. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because <clears throat> I heard that a lot of like how they were able to operate was because of how cheap brisket was. But after the, the barbecue trend picked up in Texas, the price of brisket went up. Ah, well, I ordered from them like one time. And yeah. eh, wasn't that great. Maybe it was better in their actual place instead of having yeah. it delivered, but... What are you going to do? Yeah. So, yeah, she, uh, the priest guy's like, hey, I'd like to, you know, introduce you to a bunch of people. You know, get, let you meet the congregation, meet the other people. She's like, nah, I don't want to do that. I just, look, man, I just came here to play the organ. This is my kind of lady. I like this. 
This is my kind of style. Yeah. I'd be like, you know, fuck this shit. I don't, I don't need to come to a party. It's a small town. In like three fucking weeks, I'm gonna know everybody anyway, right? I just yeah, exactly. got here. Let me fucking rest and relax a little bit. Yeah, look, I'm just trying to figure out how to do my job. I'm not trying to go to have a party with some weird priest. Like, what are, <laughs> what are we talking about here? Like, you already you know? look. You already want me to touch your organ. You're watching me play with your organ. What else mm-hmm. do you want? Is this when she's playing the organ barefoot, by the way? Because uh, yes, and I'm wondering. Uh, here's all right. Again, here's something. First of all, I really did not know that people who played the organ in churches got paid. I thought that that was just something uh-huh. like. You just like volunteered to do that. Okay. So but I guess the learning to play the fucking organ isn't like playing the guitar and you're just like, hey, I could do that off the cuff. I have one example of, of, of knowing about a person who was paid to play the organ in a church. And that was uh, the guy that wrote the Satanic Bible, Anton LaVey. He I had that was book a, when I was uh, an idiot. What's that? I had that book when I was an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> It's stupid. It's like a dumb philosophy book or whatever. It's every but teenage boy is gonna buy that book. That that and the anarchist cookbook, you know. Uh, can you buy that anymore? Because I remember the copy that I got. I had to buy it off the street, like drugs. Yeah. yeah. Well, they tell you how to make drugs, like fucking banana peels. Yeah, it didn't uh, work. Nah. So you tried to fuck it, and then instead you got sick. Uh, <laughs> I got an infection. There's an actual, there's a great documentary about the guy who wrote that book. Yeah. Who is completely oblivious to what he unleashed on the whole fucking world by writing that book. And at the end of the documentary, when it dawns on him, it's it's worth the whole fucking watch of the documentary. Huh. Interesting. I'll have to look for that. So yeah, Anton LaVey, he uh, he wrote a story about it. He used to play organ for the church on Sunday, and they would pay him to do that. And the only other place he could find, ironically enough, to get to get work to play uh, organ was at a carnival that was the night before. So he said it was funny because he would see people that Saturday night out boozing and whoring and you know having a good time, and then he'd see the same people Sunday morning in the church. <laughs> <laughs> Makes perfect sense, yeah. It does, man. It really does. Well, it gives so, yeah. you an out, right? You just have to go to confession, whatever you did. It's okay. Yeah, that's real handy. That's, that's fucking convenient. I like back when it used to be just indulgences, so you didn't even have to, like, you didn't even have to say you were sorry. The church was just like, I don't know, like 50 bucks, I guess. <laughs> now they're like, hey, you know what? Uh, 50 bucks and 10 Hail Marys. All right. How about I give you a hundred bucks and no hail man? <laughs> this is bartering. <laughs> uh, be good, man. So yeah, she's uh, yeah, like you said, it, you know, hats off to her. She's just there to do the job, man. And uh, so she plays a little bit, and uh, we see somebody coming in to the church, and uh oh, it's the creepy uh, gray hair guy again. Yep. But uh, no, it turns out it's actually the priest. We we get a lot of these kind of scares where she's mistaking regular people for the creepy uh, people. Yeah, where she's like kind of like slipping in and out of hallucinating, which what she's seeing, who she's seeing, what's going on around her. Yeah, a lot of uh, mind playing tricks on her. So the priest says, uh, hey, uh, I, I noticed you were still in here playing uh, the organ. I was going to drive out by the lake. Do you want to go drive out by the lake? 
<laughs> and all my years of being an altar boy have taught me, mm. no, no, oh. you do not want to drive out by the lake with the priest. No. But she's, well, I mean, she's not a boy and she's like over 21. Right. Yeah. She's safe. So she's like, yeah, I mean, are we going to drive by the old weird building I've been staring at? And he's like, yeah, of course. Let's go. So, oh, you mean the bathhouse? Uh, uh, I mean, dance I mean hall? The, the, the dance hall. Yeah. I mean, wait, I probably shouldn't be doing that either. Oh, yeah. Wait, uh, the carnival. Oh, wait, no, I can't go there. Oh, shit. Can't go that's there got a little fuck. bit of everything. Uh, the abandoned uh, carnival. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. We drove them out of town. Uh, so, so yeah, they, they drive out to the weird old building and, uh, she gets out and she goes over to the, the fence that's, uh, been erected around it. And it's, uh, you can tell people have been busting into this thing for years, man. You know, I was just going to say, this is where all the teenagers are hanging out, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, I'm surprised it's not vandalized more, you know? But wait, hold on. We're forgetting something. It's Utah. Oh, that's true. So I don't know how Utah teenagers are. Do do Mormons have like a, that Rumspringer thing? I was just gonna ask: Is there a Mormon version of Rumspringer? And I uh... <laughs> no, <laughs> no. That's that's too many syllables. You can't say that. <laughs> are, are you kidding me? If they let those kids get out of their sight for five minutes, that shit's over with, man. Uh, you know what? Uh, all respect to uh, Rumspringer because mm -hmm. is there any other religion that does that? With a like, all right, look, you've lived with us for 18 years. Go out into the real world, see what it's like. And then if you like that, stay out there. Although they're ill-equipped to stay in the real yeah. world, right? Yeah, so, of course, I, they're just going to want to go back. But you're still giving them that slight window of opportunity that I don't know if any other... All those years in Catholic school, they never said, you know what, Tim? Why don't you go hang out with some of your Hebrew friends and see what they have to say about what's going on with yeah. religion? And then, if you like it, come back to us. Hey Tim, why don't you get a couple of Hebrew friends, go up to Atlantic City, buy an eight ball, get a couple of whores, and then come back and tell us what you think? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh Christ, <laughs> that's what I think. What have I been missing? <laughs> Wait a minute. Got something else figured out here. So, yeah, no, uh, she wants to go into the old building, though. She's like, well, hey, come on, man, let's go check it out. And he's like, I don't know. If somebody, like, saw a priest breaking into a building, like. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's like, I don't know if it would look very nice if a man of the cloth broke the law. Yeah, it would be I mean, unseemly. I've already been transferred seven times for breaking and entering. <laughs> yeah, a little different kind of an entering. Uh, back in the good old days when it was just breaking and entering. <laughs> yeah, back in the good old days. So she's like, all right, well, I'm just going to like come back here later by myself anyway. So uh, whatever, dude. Let's go to your weird lake or whatever the fuck we were supposed to be doing up here. Yeah, you know what? Really, again, I really like her because she's just not taking shit from anybody. And she's like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. You don't want to take it? I'm just going to come back here by myself. Yeah, she's got Whether a mindset. Whether you like it or not, sure. yeah. That, and some and somebody makes a comment about that too, which in again, in <laughs> well, nineteen what sixty two, they probably could have fucking put her in a mental institution for being like this, having oh, a yeah. mind of her own, and like a, a priest is telling her what to do, and she's like, "Well, fuck you, I'm just gonna do it the way I want to." Yeah, yeah. No hats off to her. So they go back to the rental, 
And the fucking, I have a note, the fucking lady tells her to take a bath again. Yes, again, I'm again like, that's right. Take as many as you want. God. No fuss. You'll never get any fuss from me. Just I'm let just me like, know before you're going to take the bath. To just tell me when you're going to take the bath. <laughs> and she's like, oh, that's cool. Um, also, she's change I, the color of the tickets. So nobody uses the same ticket twice from yesterday. <laughs> yeah. It's also just like, uh, by the way, um, I'm hungry. Like, well, I don't, like, I don't have fucking food for you. I guess I'll make you a sandwich. I don't know. So, whatever. She goes upstairs and takes a bath. Well, Tim. Yep. This is where we get to meet the real hero of the movie. Our hero, yes. <laughs> uh, good old Lyndon. Uh, Mr. Johnny Lyndon. And he uh, goes over, starts knocking on her door. He knocks quiet, too, the yeah. first time, right? Nice, nice and quiet. Yeah. And then he hears the bath running. He's like, oh, I'll, I'll wait until that stops, and I'll knock real fucking loud after that. Make it seem yeah. urgent. Mm-hmm. And I have, like, the second that she gets into the bathtub, he knocks. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> that fucking sucks. So she did not get to take a bath. She just got fucking uh, okay. I guess I'll just towel off. Just getting situated. Yep. Was that? She's just getting situated in the bathtub, yeah. getting all nice and comfortable, and then he's knocking on the fucking door. Yeah. So uh, he he uh, knocks on the door. She goes over. Oh, it's uh, Mrs. Thomas over here with my sandwich. Clearly. So. Uh, uh yeah, because doesn't she say something like Mrs. Thomas, and he doesn't say anything, and then she opens yeah. the door, and she has a little chain thing on it, and that's what stops yeah. it from opening up all the way. Well, yeah, because this guy like fucking shoves the door. Open. <laughs> like, bam. I thought they were gonna cut away with showing him put his foot in the fucking door like an old fashioned salesman oh, or something like that. God. He practically does because she unhooks the chain and he's in the room, like immediately. <sighs> yeah, he worms it. I have written down. He worms his way past her into the worms. fucking room. Perfect term for it, dude, because this fucking dude greases his way into the fucking door. And she's like, hey, dude, can I go get dressed, you son of a bitch? Like, what are you doing? Can you? He's like, Again, yeah, yeah. Eddie, 1962. This mm -hmm. is pretty risque for a fucking movie, oh, yeah. right? She's in oh, a yeah. fucking bath towel. So she backs up. She's like, all right, look, just hang on out here. Wait out in the fucking hall, you creep. I'm going to go put some clothes on. And he, he does this slick move, Tim. This is a good yep. one. Yeah. <laughs> look, uh, as much as I'm calling him a creep, uh, I might be out creeping myself here, but I don't know <laughs> if I want to do the same thing. <laughs> So he uh, goes back to the side of the door with the hinge, mm -hmm. which is still partly open. Yep. And he starts, uh, you know, checking out the goods. He's perusing, you know? yep. And he's like, ah, okay, okay. I, I get it now. I, I see where we're going. Time to ask her out to dinner. <laughs> well, there's a weird thing that they do where you see her in the towel, right? And this is what yeah. he's peeping. He sees her in the towel, mm -hmm. and she puts her... Uh, like a gown, something. I, I almost want to say like a house coat, almost, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not like really a gown. It's not a bathrobe, but it's like something like that women would wear back in that time. Right. And after she puts that on herself, she lets the towel loose, and she like shimmies a little bit, and the towel comes down. Mm hmm And it cuts back to him, and he's like, oh. And I'm like, 
Well, dude, no matter what, she was naked underneath the towel as much as she's naked now underneath the fucking bathrobe slash house coat or ba- a fucking gown. This guy's got some weird proclivities. I think he wants to get that towel. <laughs> he said, I don't have a bathroom in my fucking house, but I'll take that towel. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go sniff the towel or some shit. I don't know. He's a creepy guy. So he's like, hey, uh, I haven't eaten yet. Have you eaten yet? She's like, nah. He's like, that's cool. Let's go get some dinner then. Come on. She's like, wait, no. What? Hold on. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I fucking know you. I already ordered a sandwich from downstairs. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I ordered a sandwich from uh, Mrs. Thomas, who made a point of saying that this was not a boarding house, so they don't have food, but she's got some sandwich leftovers. Uh, so. Do you think she's going to put it on some of her famous English muffins? Could be, yeah. Yeah, the See, ones with all the nooks and crannies. Yeah, all right. Thank you, Eddie. You caught on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like a good English muffin, man. It's been a minute. Can't go wrong with that. No, no. So, yeah. Bottom she... part's the best part, though. hate that top that? part. I like the bottom part better than the top part. Oh, yeah. Top part gets too dry. Yep. Yeah. Too thin. Gets too dry. No. Be more substantial. Uh, so... She's like, look, you got to get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> like, I don't know you. Get the fuck out. And then smartly, she shuts this dude down, kicks his ass out of the fucking room. It's like, see ya. I got food coming up. Bye. Got to go. A lot harder getting him out of the room than he got into that room, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Um, so she gets dressed and goes wandering around the house uh, for a minute. And then she, she looks down the stairway and she sees the fucking creepy guy. The, dumb, not dumb. not him, not Mr. Linden. <laughs> it's funny, yeah, because all the time I have written down my note is she sees the dude. The dude is in the hallway. The dude is in the church. Yeah. And every time I have him, the creep, the creep, the creep. <laughs> yeah. The creepy gray-haired guy. Um, I don't think they ever give him a name or anything. He's just like a zombie no. kind of looking dude. But, uh, yeah. She sees him. She's like, ah, oh, shit, I got to get in my... No, I really got to lock myself in this fucking room. Well, between Mr. fucking uh, grabby hands there and this guy, shit. Mm-hmm. She, she might want to find a different place to stay. Yeah, that would probably be a good idea. So she backs in there. She locks the door. And, uh, well, just a moment later, someone goes to open the door. And the chain gets all, you know, stuck in place and doesn't say who it is, though. And actually, legit creepy scene. Yeah, yeah. So finally, we find out that it's Mrs. Thomas with the sandwich and the coffee. And the muffins. And the muffins. And she's, uh, she says, hey, did you see the dude? What what the hell was the guy doing in the hallway? Did, did, you, did you walk up here? Did you see him? She's like, I didn't see any guy. The only guy that's in here is Mr. Linden. What are you talking about? And he's not creepy at all. He's very normal. <laughs> and, uh, I'm not watching him take baths. Yeah, it's for real. That you know what, Mister Linden's definitely paying to see her take those baths. Now, God damn it, and that means Mrs. Thomas is in on it. Of Fuck. course, she's in on it. That's why she's pushing in the baths. Yeah, it increases her profits. So yeah, Mrs. Thomas insists. Nah, there's no one else in here. But but then she starts getting fucking nervous. She's like, look. You could hide a man in every corner of one of these big old houses, for all I know. 
And I'm like, shit, what the hell kind of business is she running here, man? <laughs> this Is she like the H.H. Holmes of Utah? Oh, dude, she could be. Hey, wait a minute. Maybe that's why all these businesses are fucking running under. This this broad's killing off all the travelers. Yeah, that's right. She could be like, like before the... you go to the bathhouse, come yeah. stay here. Look, you're gonna spend all day at the bathhouse, but you need to sleep somewhere, right? Yeah, I'll give you half price if you bring back your bathhouse ticket. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden people just start going missing. Yeah. She's flush with sandwiches and coffee to offer everybody. It's, I don't know, man. Then all those fucking depression area people going there for fucking dance marathons to try to win 20 bucks. Yeah. Who's yeah. going to miss them? I think I think we're on to something. Not with, not with Mrs. Thomas in town and her fucking murder house. <laughs> There's a fucking acid bath. That's how she gets rid of the evidence. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Or she's like the old lady at the inn and in the mouth of madness. <laughs> fucking monster lady killed her husband so yeah we have a little discussion about how maybe uh, mary should skip the coffee tonight because clearly uh she might be a little uh i don't know unnerved maybe a little caffeine might keep her awake and mary says no no coffee never keep, keeps me awake doesn't it keep everybody awake because back then there was no fucking decaf in 1962 yeah. right well, that, and then the note I have is cut to Mary laying awake in bed with bug eyes. <laughs> so I think the coffee might have kept her awake. And uh, she's staring all out the window at the fucking building some more. And then we cut to the next morning. And who knocks on her door, Tim? Oh, Creepy McCreep with something behind his back, which... Are you going to let this guy into your room, no. number one? And number two, he's obviously hiding something behind his back. For all she knows, it could be a fucking hammer that he's going <laughs> to fucking hit her in the head with. Yeah, we don't know what this guy's fucking business is. and so It's it... no good business. Whatever it is, it's rat soup eating fucking business. Yeah, <laughs> this guy needs to fucking leave. But no, she invites him in, of course. And uh, he's all dressed up. He brings her coffee. He says, I'm Wait, sorry about... Wait, is he dressed up? He's dressed. Well, he's dressed. later on, he makes a comment about how he makes his own coffee so he doesn't have to get dressed and go out of right. the room. And he's yeah, like, well, true. I guess I had to get dressed now. Yeah. <laughs> so he brings her some coffee, and he's apologizing. Look, about last night, you know, I was just... It was just uh... jokes. I was just joking. Yeah, yeah. This fucking move, the it was just a joke move? No. Yeah. Uh, no, he doesn't even do that. He's gaslighting her right off the back. He's like, oh I think you God. misunderstood me. Yeah, that, yeah, you're crazy. It wasn't me being creepy. You're out of your fucking mind. By the when way, I snuck into your room when you're in a bath towel, and then I yeah. peeped on you through the fucking crack of the door. You mm. got that all wrong, honey. By the way, you want some booze? <laughs> He's like, right, damn, Irish fucking coffee. He, yeah. he he says the classic thing. I'm not an alcoholic. I just like, I just like to start the day off in a good mood. And then yeah. she comes back. She goes, oh, you must be a clown by lunchtime. Yeah. Because <laughs> he does in uh, the movie. Does he dumps a little booze in his? He's drinking it for a second. He offers her some. No, she's like, I don't look, man. I gotta go to work. You know. <laughs> 
And he's like, oh, okay, cool. Then he dumps more booze in his drink. <laughs> well, yeah, well, this is also where he finds out what she does. Yes. Because she says, I have to go to work. And he says, what do you do? And she's like, I, pay, I play the organ for the church. And, and automatically, oh. he's like, whoa, 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 shit. I didn't know you were a church lady. No. And she's like, no, it's just a business. Yeah. Basically, she, she says that she plays for pay. Yep, yep. And... Don't tell this guy where you work. Like, <laughs> well, Ed, it's a small town, right? Of That's course, true. he's gonna find out where she works. So, That's true. being a woman, all right, we're guys. We've never had to do this, but she kind of has to placate him a little bit so he yeah. doesn't get pissed off. And if he's gonna find out something sooner or later, maybe she's just playing it right with like eh, instead of me like telling him like fuck you and getting him pissed off off the bat. He's going to know where I work, so just tell him. That's true. That's true. So uh, he's like, oh, cool. Let's go uh, get some food or, or something then. Again, this guy with asking him out to go get a bite to eat. She's like, nah, I, I can't do that. I got to go shopping. So cut to her shopping. And um, she, so she gets this dress. She goes into this dressing room, and there's this fucking bell that will oh, not stop ding, ringing. Ding, 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 What the fuck is that bell? I don't know. At, at first, I thought it was like an elevator, or maybe it was like uh, the door. You know, yeah, it, wait, hold on. It does kind of sound like the elevators, like when they when the doors are opening in yeah, a they, uh, department store. Because it's not yeah. a cash register. It's not the fucking PA system. No. No, but it it sounds like an elevator, but it's going off every three seconds. So, I don't know. So, we cut to her in the dressing room. And this dressing room, by the way, is giant, but whatever. <laughs> I guess the, this is a small town where they're, everybody's rich or something. I don't know. Well, uh, I think what it is, is it's a small town, and this is like... <laughs> Unfortunately, in Utah, this might be like the only place for the women to like get together at least for oh, a lack of ten minutes <laughs> before that's they got to go back to their fucking asshole husbands. <laughs> yeah, that's true, man. There's or no dance you, you hall said... anymore. There's no carnival. Yeah, that's true. Or maybe you the send all of your wives into the no dressing room house. at the same time. <laughs> uh, so she's in there, and all of a sudden. We get a weird, like, wobble screen gas effect. And this creepy organ music starts popping off again. It's like, oh, shit. Well, something went wrong in that dressing room. I don't know. Maybe they got a busted pipe or something. Yeah, because everything, uh, now everything except the organ music is quiet. You can't hear any yes. sounds. Yep. Can't hear any of the, the atmospheric sound at all. David you Lynch, go... you hack. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes to open up the door, and it's kind of, like, stuck. So it doesn't really open at first, but then it does. So, <laughs> Well, right. it's a sliding door, and she's trying to open it like a regular door. Yeah, yeah. So she gets out. She brings the dress up to the saleswoman. She's like, hey, yeah, yeah I want this. Go ahead and deliver it or whatever. And the saleswoman just kind of, like, walks past her. Like, ah, oh, shit. She goes over to the old lady and the, tells the old lady, she's like, hey, that, that sales lady's rude. What the hell's her problem? The old lady ignores her, too. Yep. Nobody's interacting with her, and she can't hear anything. We know she can't hear anything because she leaves the building, and there's a dude with a jackhammer 
Like, just breaking apart the sidewalk. Yep. And not a sound. So she's like, what the fuck? Well, I guess I'll go to the park for a minute. So she heads over to the park. She waits under a tree. And we hear a bird chirping. <sighs> okay. Let's put a pin on that one, too, because I think that comes back later on also, right? Yes, yes. All right. And so I here... have no idea what that's supposed to be uh, representing, but... Ah, okay, okay. So we hear the bird chirping, and then all of a sudden, the, the sound comes back to the world. And she's like, oh, that was weird. I think I had, like, a stroke or something. I don't know. Uh, so what do you do in the 60s when, when you think your, like, brain's breaking? You just go get a drink of water from the fountain. First of all, I'm just glad that this is in Utah and it's 1962 and that water fountain did not have a sign over it. Yeah, that's true. That very well could have had a sign over it. <laughs> so she stoops down. She gets herself a nice little uh, drink out of the fountain and she goes to stand up. And uh-oh, it's the, the creepy guy, maybe. We don't see his face. No, it's the dude, okay? The creepy guy lives across the hall. Oh, the yeah, really sorry. creepy guy in this movie lives across the hall from him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, we can't call him the creepy guy anymore. We we got to call him the less creepy guy, I guess. We just call him the, the pasty face dude. Yeah, pasty face. So, oh, shit, it's pasty face, but nah, it's not. It's just some guy. And uh, she stumbles back from some guy. And, like, handily enough, bumps into a, another dude guy's like hey are you, hey, you okay what the hell's wrong with you yeah, he she's, grabs her he stops he her too right grabs her hey stop young lady you're uh you're falling into hysterics and you're crazy and he keeps shaking her and telling her she's like needs to calm down which i don't think that works uh in 1962 it worked because yeah. she's a woman and she's That's upset true. so it must be hysterics right yeah. and of yeah. course she has to calm down just i'm just glad he didn't smack her well, I was just going to say, that's probably the next step, is you backhand her. Um, well, but... we're going to find out he's not that kind of a doctor. <laughs> okay, so then he says, it's a good thing you ran into me, I'm a doctor, right? <laughs> so here, I'm going to take you someplace that's not where we're at right now. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, I, luckily for you, my office is right across the street. Uh, sure You, it is. sir, from the water fountain can go along about your business. I am taking this hysterical woman away from prying eyes. Mm -hmm. Let's get you someplace a little more private. Yep. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Too bad he didn't have a van. Yeah, that's true. Then he would have been like a mobile doctor. Uh, so, okay. She, he's in the room, and she's telling him everything that's happening. She's like, look, I had all these problems fucking all of a sudden i couldn't hear anything it was weird and then all of a sudden i could i don't know and this doctor starts grilling her he's like well what i don't know i think maybe you had like an emotional shock from your crash by the way you were telling me uh, some dude's following you i think you imagined him does he remind you of somebody like uh, your husband or your boyfriend or your your dad well, I think you're skipping a, an important part here, Eddie, okay. because while she's sitting there in the office talking to him, the camera cuts cut to them in the office and she's talking to him. Yes. And he has his back turned to her in the yes. chair. Yes. Okay. And as she kind of like wraps it up a little bit 
And before he goes in that whole speech about, well, you've had a traumatic experience, you know, you three days ago you were in a car accident, you were the only one who survived, blah, 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 blah. Uh, he turns around from the chair where you now can see his face, mm -hmm. and he says, oh, I'm sorry, I was just taking some notes. Yes, yeah. He says, sorry, I was writing all that down, I didn't mean to turn my back to you. Yeah. Yeah. And then, is this where uh, we find out that he's, well, first of all, Here's my first tip off that there's something roll off. The second tip off. Okay. Pinky ring. This guy had he, a pinky. I didn't know. He, he had. had a uh, well, why do you have me on the show? Okay. No, he I know why. He has a pinky ring on uh, his fucking finger. Well, guess which uh, finger he has it on. And it is yeah. a big ass square. It almost looks like a fucking class ring on his fucking pinky. And I'm like, whoa, mm. whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no psychiatrist is going to wear a pinky ring, right? <laughs> well, yeah. Speaking of no psychiatrist. <laughs> so she tells him all this shit, like you said, Tim. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I think maybe. notes, everything. <laughs> uh, I think maybe you're crazy. I don't know, though. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm a chiropractor. <laughs> Right? I'm like, wait, wait a minute, why the fuck are you even talking to this guy? Oh, wait a second, is he a doctor like the first lady, Dr. Jill, Jill Biden, where that's not a real doctor, right? Yeah, it, it could be like uh, Dr. Dre, maybe it's like an honorific. You oh, know? there you go, right? Cosby, they gave him a uh, honorary doctorate, maybe it's like it's that. It's a small town, I bet you that this guy is a doctor the same way that that guy who hangs out at the bar is a colonel. Yeah. <laughs> or her uh, her neighbor in the boarding house is a not rapist. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. It's the closest boarding house that's the furthest away from schools. Yeah, yeah. Well, he does say he's not an alcoholic, so, I mean. Which means you are an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like, why the fuck is, why on earth is she talking to him? So she's like, okay, cool. Well, I figured it out then on my own. It, if it's my imagination, right, and the pavilion, the, the weird building is involved, clearly what I need to do is go out alone to an abandoned amusement park that used to be a bathhouse. <laughs> because I already have like a tenuous grasp on reality as it is. So fuck it. <laughs> But again, here it is. She's standing up to a male figure yes. of authority in 1962. Yes, no, and very doing true. the exact opposite of what they are telling her to do. Yeah, to the yeah. point where no, this guy true. is like, uh, "I'm a doctor. Come to my office. Spill your fucking guts. Tell me all your deepest darkest secrets." Oh, by the way, I'm not actually a psychiatrist. I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you have a problem with your foot. If you yeah. have a fucking ingrown toenail, I can take care of that. If you have some wax buildup in your ear, I could take yeah. care of that. So uh, my coworker's daughter is becoming a doctor, right? And I guess mm -hmm. she just did all of the med school stuff. And at the end of it, they have this test that basically places you for what field of medicine you're going to get into. Okay. You know? And uh, some of them are much more profitable than others, obviously. Of course, so, yes. like. Yeah, yeah. So, like, anesthesiologist, um, uh, dermatologist. Brain surgeon. Yeah, dermatologist is probably at the bottom, right? No, dermatologists make a shitload of money, apparently. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, he's telling me all these things. He's like, oh, you know, maybe she'll try to be this. Maybe she'll try to do that. And I told him, I said, you know what? I was thinking about it. 
if if I was going to be any kind of a doctor, you go with foot doctor. Because worst case scenario, we just got to cut the fucking foot off. Uh, well, you know no, what I mean? no, 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 no. You got those fucking ingrown toenails, which I had. And actually, uh-huh. I have a video of them taking my toenails off. I get those. I get I those, too. I think we should put too. that on the, uh, the Patreon if anybody wants to uh, pay extra money for that. But that's real Jesus. horror. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you can get some... No, dude, this... There's got to be a show on TLC, I bet, or Discovery Channel about people with fucked up feet, right? Yeah. No, I'm, so, I'm just saying, like, say you're a brain surgeon, right? Yeah. You you fuck that up. Oh, man. But you're a brain surgeon, all right? Nobody knows about the brain. Hey, shit happens. You know, I'm kind of like an ex- explorer, <laughs> right? You Everybody knows everything that you can learn about the fucking foot already. There's no mystery in your feet. Right. Just in your brain, you'd be like, look, I did everything I was supposed to do, but hey, dude's fucking brain. What am I yeah, supposed but, to do about it, huh? Okay, so like if you have to go tell the family some bad news, right? So uh, I'm sorry, Mr. <laughs> Yobo. He had to cut off his brain. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> Mr. Yobo. We were working on your wife, but uh, now she thinks she's a chicken because we did something fucked up with her brain. Versus, I'm sorry, Mr. Yobo. Uh, she just lost a foot. Hmm. Hmm. See? I'm telling you, foot doctor, uh, man, they got it made. Uh, yeah, all right, true. Well, yeah. I guess that's why dermatologists have it made because what's the worst thing you have to say? We had to take the mole off? We gave you the wrong cream. It's the other one. That's right. <laughs> Most of their fucking job. So she heads out to the abandoned amusement park. And, oh, dude, so many red flags when she gets here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So first she's like walking around and there's these big like bumpers or some shit in the background and they well, just start moving. Well, no. First she goes through the spin tunnel. That's not spinning. Yeah. Which yeah, I went through scene. one of them. Have you ever done one of those? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's really fucking hard to walk in. Yeah. So I mean, like, hers, you gotta break hers wasn't spinning though. Yeah, that's true. Then she does see the fucking barrels. That I think it's probably something where like she steps on a certain area. Yeah. In the floor, and it just does that just because it's like, haha, funny. Okay. And then we got the big ass slide. Okay. Now here's the problem. Go ahead. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. Big I have this written slide. down too. And all of a sudden, like the mattress behind the porno theater comes fucking tumbling down the slide. Yes. And did I remember being on those slides when I was a kid? Mm-hmm. They never had a mattress. It was no. like a fucking like a felt thing that you sat on. So people were fucking on that mattress. That's how it got there, right? <laughs> they had and to then have been. What's yeah. bringing that down? Is there really a ghost in this fucking place? Is there somebody there, or is that just her imagination? No, I think it's Mister Linden. I think he's up there getting rid of the evidence from the oh, last fucking broad that lived across the way from right. him. <laughs> he's like, nobody ever goes here anymore. This is a great place to get rid of the fucking bodies. And then now he's he this fucking bitch. <laughs> Better be Caesar down there, and he's dropping hands. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, then I guess she gets to the bathhouse. That's the dance hall now, at the very back of it. <sighs> Well, she, you do get sweaty dancing, so taking a bath might be a nice uh, option. Yeah, I also wonder if this used to be like a hangar, too, because it's massive. Yeah. The way it's set up, it's very weird. It almost looks like the, like you could do like a fucking indoor fucking horse race. Yeah, yeah, it's 
giant, right? I'm like, what kind of a bath house was this, man? Like, holy, because it's all open floor. I mean, it looks like a big ass, like a round. I think what it was, Eddie, I think there was a pond there and they just built a roof over it. Yeah. And they just called it the bathhouse. And that's it. That's why it's so fucking big. Yeah. Well, and clearly, because she goes to the back and she, like, finds a coin or something on, on the uh, the guardrail and just tosses it off into the water. And what do we see, Tim? We see our creepy, pasty-faced dude. Yeah, pasty-faced is laying underwater. And, like, she, I guess, didn't see him or something. I don't know. Anyhow, back to the rental and uh, back to Mr. Linden asking her out for dinner again. He just don't give up. He doesn't, man. Shoot or shoot, you know what they say. Well, well, one thing he's lucky is uh, the word stalker hasn't been invented yet, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we haven't taught him that fucking word yet, man. <laughs> stalker, that's just, that's just one of those bad words that people like judges have. Uh, <laughs> if I could go back in time, the two things I would do would be kill baby Hitler. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just be safe. Just kill his mother, right? No, I was... Because maybe the next one could be even worse. Who knows? Everybody wants to kill baby Hitler. Why don't you take him and give him a good house? Just raise him upright. Uh, why take any chances, right? Because you do that to him. Well, no, just... no. Hold on, hold on. All right. The boys from Brazil. Have you seen the movie? No. Wow. With Gregory Peck? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, What's Eddie, up? all right. That's a great fucking movie. Uh, but, all right, I'll, I'm going to spoil it for you. Uh, okay. Gregory Peck plays, I think, Mengele. And okay. what they've done is they've taken, like, Hitler's DNA and they've impregnated, like, a bunch of people, over the, uh, a bunch of women over the whole world mm-hmm. so they could have Hitler's baby and get the Third Reich going, I guess, would oh. be the Fourth Reich. Okay. And the end of the movie is he goes to the one kid who... The DNA, the upbringing, everything worked perfectly fine. Yeah. Okay, because it wasn't just, you know, it wasn't just his DNA. One mm-hmm. of the kids grew up and he was like, ah, he was a regular kid. But this kid grew up and he was going to be the next fucking Hitler. And he grew up in basically a pretty good home. Hmm. So, okay. I mean, he wasn't poor, he wasn't rich, but why take that chance? And the other thing I would do, I would go, I would go back into like 1940 and introduce the word stalker. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Because this fucking dude. Hey, are you hungry? No, I ate something on the way here. Okay. Uh, well, well, was it a whole lunch? Was it half a sandwich? Aren't you hungry again? No, you didn't. I, I mean, uh, oh, you did, huh? Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, I saw you. I forgot. She's like, yeah, then I got to go to work. And he's like, okay, cool. How about after work, uh, we go dancing? She's like, I don't want to dance. Like, what do you talk? Where? The dance hall closed down, motherfucker. What kind of bullshit is that? Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, what, what are you, like, afraid of men? Because you seem like you're cold. Oh, see, uh, here we go. Here we go. This is the fucking gaslighting thing, yep, right? Yep. More of that. 1962, you must be a lesbian because you don't want to go out with me. Yeah, and then I oh, and then I love this fucking line. He says, "Also, uh, maybe I could walk you home from work, you know, because it's probably better to walk home from work not alone at nine nine p.m." <sighs> and I'm like, this dude, 
This is the, it's a real nice business. It'd be a shame if something happened. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Either I'm going to walk you home, or when you're walking home, I'm going to fucking jump you. Yeah, exactly. Look, you could have me or have me with a ski mask. What do you want? Mm -hmm. That's basically the choice he's given her here. So she's like, all right, I'll be out at 9 p.m., I guess. So I'm like, wait, she's going to work playing organ at the church at 9 p.m.? Uh, well, when I used to be an altar boy, there used uh -oh. to be, every not all the time, but there used to be the 8 p.m. mass. Okay. And that was the one that none of us wanted to serve because what they would do is every uh, Wednesday, mm -hmm. they would call us out because that was one of the great things about being an altar boy. Uh, well, hold on. Let me rephrase that. Uh, one of the perks. Oh, wait, hold mm -hmm. on. That's not the, exactly the right word. Uh, one of the things that they suckered you in to be an mm. altar boy was that you would oh. sometimes get out of classes early or you wouldn't even be able to go to class because you were serving at 12 o'clock mass, right? Mm -hmm. So if I'm doing the 12 o'clock mass when everybody else in the school is having their lunch, mm -hmm. I get to do the mass, finish at 1230 yeah. or 1 o'clock if it was a big high mass, and then... I would get my half an hour lunch break and then go back to class. So I am cutting my school day by some time, which wow, what is a, a great thing. Yeah. And every year they would all take us to an amusement park and we would get like 20 bucks worth of tickets. That was a big thing with it. That's cool. The amusement parks, right? But, but you say you're cutting your class time, but, but you're just doing mass now too. Like that's, to me, the equivalent of class time. No, Eddie. Uh, you obviously were never Catholic because no. after a while it just become all I had to do was just sit there. I could think about whatever Spider-Man cartoon I wanted or whatever comic book I was going to pick up at the end of the day. And then just like, oh, wait, he got to this part. Now I have to stand up. Oh, mm. wait, he said this. Now I have to go to this part and stand there. Oh, now I stood okay. there. Okay, now I have to go sit down. That was it. So, okay, so it's a lot like having a conversation when you're married. Uh, no comment. <laughs> yeah, so, Since my uh, wife has now started listening to the shows a little bit more, <laughs> no comment. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. I love to hear what happened to her during the day. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's a treat. Uh, so she's at night church, but there's no one there. And this is when she's she's playing the music, and she just starts thinking about, like, uh, hey, what about I think about this is where the, she's uh, barefoot. What's that? I think this is where she's barefoot. Yeah, this is for, for the Tarantino got inspired by this scene. Yeah, there um, you go. That's right. Yeah, uh, so she's playing the piano like barefoot. Because you know they have the little pedals on the bottom that I guess they, I don't know, like they make it go super fast or something. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Once I the clutch. Know, the fucking organ looks like it's goddamn hard to play, right? Yeah, it does. It really does. I mean, you use a fucking everything. With the piano, you don't use all, uh, both of your feet, right? You use one foot for those three pedals. Yeah. Yeah. No, this organ looks pretty intense, man. Uh, but Thank you. That's and... what she said. <sighs> no, Tim. Well, she's certainly uh, enraptured by the organ because she goes into this weird fucking trance. And then she's night falls. I guess she's like imagining a bunch of water zombies coming up. Yep, and dude all... and some lady come out of the water. Yep, yep. And they're all uh, dancing at the old carnival dance hall. 
in high speed, a... like Benny Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 uh, speed it up. It looks like the film, so it looks fucking creepy as hell. And then the uh, the weird guy, she sees the 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 pasty face guy dancing, and then he turns to her. He walks up to her. He goes to grab her, but no, it's not him. It's the the priest, and she's still playing the piano. And he Another grabs her kind hands. of creepy guy. What's that? <laughs> the different kind of creepy guy. The priest. Yeah, yeah, creepy guy number fucking three in this. Uh, he grabs her hands, and he's like, "What the hell are you doing? What you're playing is sacrilegious music, profane, and... sacrilege." He says, yeah. "What the fuck?" Could she be playing on a church organ that's profane and sacrilege? Well, um, it's not the 13th century anymore, so it's not the tritones. That <laughs> was considered bad by the church and, and outlawed to be performed. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't know that this is Utah, so maybe they hadn't caught up uh, I mean... to that. Iron Butterfly isn't around yet, right? 1962? Yeah, yeah, that's true. She played in a Gata DeVita out there. <laughs> fucking Bart Simpson switched oh, the fucking books. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Poor old lady had a fucking heart attack, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. When The Simpsons used to be good, it was so yeah. good. It was like the first uh, 12 seasons or so, uh, right around there. 10 or 11, I'll give it. Yeah, yeah. Right around Once they started getting, like, every fucking, every other week was, like, a special fucking celebrity guest host, that's when it went downhill. Yep, yep. The minute you have to have all those fuck, I mean, because you had Aerosmith in the Flaming Moe's episode, and that was good. Right? Uh, yeah, Moe's but then you got you two, okay. you had fucking uh, countless fucking people on, where it's just like, yeah. come on. When it's every week now, went, went to shit. Hey, he tells her, you, you know, I'm going to demand that you uh, resign from doing this. My conscience like, says yeah. that I must ask you to resign. I'm just like, dude, just fucking fire her. Give her the fucking uh, unemployment at least for six weeks. No, they're not going to do that. Come on. So she, she's like, all right, cool. Just kind of picks up her shit and starts zombie walking away. And he's all like, but you know, uh, uh, if you uh, need the church and you need me, I'm going to be right here. Uh, don't, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no, he's like, yo, bitch. I don't like the music that you're playing. Get the fuck out. And she doesn't beg him. She's like, oh, she's not, not like, oh, I'm sorry. I need this job. And she's like, okay, you know what? Fuck you. I'm a prof professional organ player. There's you and there's tons of carnivals who need me. And then he's like, oh, and then she's walking. I don't want you to think that the church or I are abandoning you. Right. Yeah. We're just kicking you out because you played music. Yeah, we're not abandoning you. We're demanding that you resign so we don't have to pay your unemployment. Oh, okay, cool. Well, thanks, dude. So she leaves. And uh, who's waiting downstairs, Tim? Well, she did tell him to meet her mm. at 9 o'clock, right? But True. He does say at one point, I was waiting for you for a long time. Yeah. And yeah. she was in that uh, Iron Butterfly moment, and that's like what? 32 minutes so yeah. now it's like 9 30 9 35 and he still waited so yeah he's yeah. A, a fool and a creep yeah so he puts out his cigarette and says uh all right well let's uh let's get out of here to it uh, let's go get into my car and i'm like oh god don't do that do not get in don't go anywhere with this man 
But it turns out they just go to Mel's Diner uh, where they serve alcohol, apparently. Now, first of all, it's Utah. So whatever beer they're serving here has to be under 3.5% alcohol by volume. And, well, I also have another question is, are jukeboxes legal yeah. in Utah? <laughs> well, Tim, they are. But when you dance, you can't move from side to side. You can only move uh, up and down. That's right. Just jump up and Well, no, wait. No jumping. Move, no. All right, well, then how do you move up and down? Uh, you have to bend it, the knees slightly. So then I could see her buttocks. That's true. I guess you just have to nod to the music. And then she's kind of around my crotch area, unless I'm crouching down at the same time. So, you know what? Let's just make dancing illegal all out. That's it. Dancing is forbidden. That's it. Uh, it worked for that one town, right? Yeah, for a minute, yeah. Uh, so, oh my God. Mr. Linden, he's oh, definitely not His an alcoholic. His true colors are showing because he's had a few too many now. <laughs> yeah, it seems as though he's been overserved, as they like to call it. Um, and he's, you know, he's hitting on her. He's, he's trying to lay down some, some game. It's not working too well. Uh, she's like, what the? Uh, I'm sorry. Okay, what? Hold on. You, you need to calm down, dude. And he's like, look, you, you got to, like, loosen up broad. That's basically his approach. Uh, he says, what's wrong with you? You don't like drinks. You don't like dance. You don't mm -hmm. want any man to hold you close. Yeah. And just about and then. it works, right? Yeah, yeah. But no, just about then is when his buddy stumbles up to him. <laughs> oh, fucking sweaty McSweaty, huh? Yeah, fucking fucko comes up to him. He's like, hey, what's going on here, buddy? I guarantee and you that guy's name was Vinko. Vinko. <laughs> that was Vinko. <laughs> Johnny and Vinko. Oh, God damn. So he's like, hey, uh, that broad you're talking to, she's, she looks better than the usual, like, hogs you bring in here. He says, yeah, the pigs. I think pigs. he says pigs or piglets, he says. Yeah, same... Something pork-related, something that you never want to refer to a woman as. Yeah. Not like your usual sows you bring in here. He's like, ah, I'm going to go take a crack at her. The guy's like, don't go take a crack at her. I'm taking a crack at her. And I'm like, hey, wow, this is real cool. This These guys is are big great. dick energy, right, Eddie? Let's say uh, if the two of us are friends and we're not married and I, okay. I'm in a bar and I'm talking to some chick and you walk into, you're playing pinball, all right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I pass you on the way to getting some more drinks and you're like, oh, shit, hey, look at her. She's pretty decent looking. I'm going to go over there. I'm going to try to fuck her. Yeah. And then I'm like, whoa, no, no, Eddie, hold on. I'm trying to fuck her. Yeah. What does he say? He says, why don't we try to warm her up together? Oh, god damn, dude. Going how family does that style work? On her. Yeah, how does that fucking work? Uh, I mean, you could, okay, if what he meant was, I'll play wingman. No, I don't out. think so. I don't think, he's going over there, he's trying to cluck cuck his fucking friend right there and then he's gonna be like oh you know what no you know what let me be your wingman that's no. not the way it works no yeah nah they're they're, they're gonna go uh family style on her it's not good so he walks back from the jukebox after he puts on the song that she says she loves because he's being fucking snarky <laughs> and shitty with her 
this guy is a piece of shit, dude. And he's he's like, uh, oh yeah, I was just talking to my buddy over there. He said there's some broad he's trying to hook me up with. It's like ten times hotter than you, so I'm probably uh-huh. I probably should do that right. Whoa, whoa, no, no, slow your roll, Romeo. Hold on. No. I want to spend the night with you. I want to be next yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah, because the woman is having a fucking nervous breakdown. And you're what the fuck the, the the gaslighting this dude has been doing like you're saying like she's basically being held hostage at this point it, yeah because he's like don't you appreciate what i'm buying you i'm buying you a, that beer costs fucking good money there's nothing wrong with it fucking drink it drink it fast i'm already on my seventh beer You've, you're still fucking nursing that shit what the hell's going on look fucker it's not the beer it's the company okay get the signal yeah uh, and, but again, what's incredible about this movie is the time that it was done was, you know what? Yes. If I was a man and I took you out and I spent a certain amount on you, I am expecting something. Yeah, no, it's true. And, uh, well, she kind of loosens up to him a little bit and it's like, yeah, I want to be with you tonight. Let's uh, go on and get out of here then. Yeah. Why does she take this turn? Yeah. This is the one part of the movie that didn't really make sense to me, why she does this. I think she's conflicted internally because she she was scared that this fucking dude is stalking her ass. And she's like, look. Tasty face creep. And she doesn't want to be alone, so being with this creep is better than being alone by herself. Right. She's like, look, I could not necessarily have to put out with this asshole. And maybe... you know what? Yes, Andy, because that's why when he said to her before, it's better to walk home with me at nine yeah. o'clock at night than to walk home by yourself. Mm-hmm. That's why she agrees to it, because she doesn't want She figures if there's somebody with her, she's yeah. not going to see creepy pasty face. Better the devil you know than the devil <sighs> you don't. God damn. I'm sorry, women. Those are the choices that you have to fucking make in life. (laughs) Creepy guy lives across the hall, a pasty face creepy guy who is haunting me. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And I don't know if this dude's uh, method, but uh, (laughs) I know in the next scene, he's stumbling up the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) And he pulls it off, man, let me tell you. Uh I don't know because the way I have it written down too, I was like, whoa, been there. I've done yeah. that on a fucking staircase, right? And yep. tried to recover. It doesn't yeah. really work. Just let but, that handrail guide you up. Yep. It, uh, it, he really sells it. All right. No matter he, what, this might be the best acting that he does. If it's not an accident, it's the best acting well, he does in the whole movie. The, what's coming up, I think, might be his best acting in the movie. <laughs> Which, by the way, I just thought about it. This guy looks like Roscoe, Roscoe from um, Hill Street Blues. Roscoe from Hill Street? Uh, I haven't seen Hill Street Blues in for fucking ever. Uh, they were the the street cops, the black and white uh, yeah. cops. Oh, okay, okay. I think I know who you're talking about. I'll have to look yeah, up I think the he's picture. a director now. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Okay. You have to take a look at that one. But, uh, yeah, he uh, stumbles up the stairs, invites himself into her fucking room, and he's like, look, you can't get too far away from me. I'm right across the fucking hallway. Right. Now, 
I have called this guy a creep the whole whole fucking show through. But for real, what she says to him there mm-hmm. in the bar is like, I want to be with you tonight. I want to be next to you tonight. Yes. Now, of course, she can say no at any point, And when she does, yep. that's it. But he's she says that to him. So if yeah. some woman says that to me, I'm assuming that we're going into her room. Yeah, not my I mean, room because my room doesn't have the bathtub. Her room has the bathtub. Yeah, there's an expectation at this point. She is set. Uh, yes, expect- yes. You, but right. as soon as she shuts that shit, shit down, that's it. It's done. Yeah. But yeah, he at that point he should be thinking, yeah, we're going into her room, because mm-hmm. at, when he climbs up the stairs, she's like, oh, quiet, you're gonna wake up uh, the old lady, and he's like. Eh. Yeah. Don't worry about it. We can make as much noise as we want. She's in the back of the house. And she's not like, what? Yeah. I don't worry. I could kill you. She'd never even hear it. Yeah, that's right. Chainsaw. Nothing's going to wake that old lady up. No, no. She's got her hearing aid out. It's no problem. So, uh, So she does let him into the room. But she's not really fucking feeling it. She looks like she's having a fucking nervous breakdown. She goes to the mirror. She looks in the mirror. And who's coming up behind her? Pasty face. Pasty face. So she freaks the fuck out and starts screaming. Right? (laughs) Which... And to to, uh, uh, old Johnny's uh, credit, the the old lady doesn't come in when when she starts screaming. So, uh, hey, you're right. Well, I think they have an arrangement worked out, right? Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's just going to bring some extra towels. No, Uh, see, uh, Johnny boy caught Granny peeping in on the women taking mm, the baths. mm -hmm. And he's like, I'll keep your secret if you keep my secret. Yeah. So she, she starts screaming, and then she she turns around and he's not there. Of course, it's Mister Linden, who's who's not even close to her. He hasn't uh, been yeah, like no, a... no. There's, it's not like she's looking at Linden and thinking that yeah. that's the old man. She's looking in a mirror and she sees him. Yeah, yeah. So Mister Linden's back a ways, and she just starts like, "Look, some fucking guys after me. You gotta help me." And this dude sobers up immediately uh so would i <laughs> yep he's like so oh, would shit. i uh you know what never mind i gotta go you're fucking crazy uh yes if you've ever been on a date and some woman if you're not even next to her yeah. and she just starts screaming and yelling yep get out and the best uh, thing that you can do for her and you is just get the fuck out of there yeah. right so Johnny pieces out of the movie because he's gone. <laughs> That's right. We never see him again, right? No, nah, he's fucking done, dude. He's out. He like, packed his bags. <laughs> he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he goes down to that fucking old little hick town that she lived in. He's like, I'm going to go start trying to dredge the car up, too, or something, man. I'm fucking. I'm going to go work at the organ factory. <laughs> yeah. To her hometown. Fuck that, man. So uh, he leaves, and what does she do? Well, she starts going into classic zombie survival mode of pushing furniture against all of the doors and windows. And we cut to the next morning when the doctor, quote-unquote, shows up. Oh, man. And you know what's even crazier is we're going to find out in a couple minutes that 
nobody called this doctor? No. <laughs> he just was like, <laughs> Ms. Thompson's like, hey, I'm glad you just happened by. Happened by. And he's like, oh, I was wor- I was thinking about her all day since she left yeah. my office yesterday. And that woman had the gall and the gumption to not listen to what I said. So she must be crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and because he's a psychiatrist. Oh, no, he's not a psychiatrist. No, he's possibly a foot doctor and yeah. probably a chiropractor, I'm betting, right? Maybe. With that pinky ring, he's something. Oh, shit. Maybe he's, like, into crystal. He's, he's that kind of a doctor. Mm, doctor Feelgood. Yeah. 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 Well, they were prescribing broads those fucking uh, uh, speed pills back in the day, so maybe he's, uh, you know, the town dealer. Uh, well, not only that, but you know who invented vibrators, right? Uh, no, it wasn't me. I know that. All right, well... Uh... Who knows if this is 100% true, but I read it, and it sounds like it could be true. Uh, A doctor supposedly invented it because he was getting tired of having to manually stimulate women to cure them of their hysteria. Right, right, because they used to believe that their wombs were going like crazy animals in them or some shit. Well, no, basically what was going on is that women would go to a doctor and they would complain about not being uh, satisfied or being Mm. depressed or something like that. And the solution was to masturbate them because having an orgasm wasn't something that their husbands were exactly uh, knowing about or caring about. Jesus. And uh, doctor said, you know what? Uh, I made enough money. I'm going to retire. Let me invent this machine. Yeah, yeah. He invented the washing machine that could lean up against it. uh, Well, actually, it's funny that you said that, Eddie, because I believe that in the Sears catalog, and somebody could check this and see if I'm right or wrong, uh, the second thing that was sold in the Sears catalog that was electric was a vibrator, and the first thing might have been either a vacuum cleaner or a washing machine. Jesus. (laughs) But the second thing was a vibrator. Nice. Nice. So yeah, maybe this guy's just peddling vibrators all over town, man. Who knows? He was gonna. He had his suitcase with <laughs> him. Feel good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, now he talks to Mrs. Thompson. Mrs. Thompson's like, yeah, she just says she's gonna fucking leave. I guess I don't know. She's gonna get out of the city, and she, Mrs. Thompson, agrees. She's like, yeah, I hope so. I hope she gets the fuck out of because I, I can't deal with this. She was up moving shit around all night. It was crazy. So. Mary uh, packs up her shit. Zombie walks down the stairs, walks right past Mrs. Thompson. Mrs. Thompson's Again, like, hey. just not taking any shit, not making any excuses, not a- yeah. asking for any, like, a second chance. Just, all right, fuck you. Yeah, and Mrs. Thompson's like, where are you going? It's like, bitch, bye. <laughs> she needs a gossip, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. She's like, well, how? And then I love, she's like, well, how can I refund you for the week? If you leave like, like this. Lady, you know you're keeping that fucking money no matter yeah, what. Don't worry. Don't you worry. Mary's just trying to get the fuck away from all the, the creeps in this goddamn town. You included. Peeping creep. Yeah. So she pops into her car, starts driving off, but uh-oh. It's got a rattle. And I know this because the subtitle says, Rattle and Rattling Continues. <laughs> so... What kind of sound does it make? What's that? Uh, sorry, joke. So she drives the car over to the uh, to the shop. 
And the guy's like, all right, go ahead and drive it up on the lift, you know, like you do. And uh, he's like, you know, you can uh, go ahead and get on out of there. She's like, no, nah, I'm going to just stay in the car <laughs> while we work on it. I don't know. I mean, how common was this going on? Uh, what, staying in the car? Yeah. Just hanging out. Again, I, I don't have a car. I never had a car. But I would imagine it depends on, like, what's, what needs to be done. Well, he said it sounded like the transmission. So, I don't know. Maybe he thought it just needed some transmission fluid or something. Who knows? But, but yeah, look, I could see sitting in the car going through the car wash because that's kind of fun, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And maybe, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're young, you can get uh, quickie in. But... Yeah. Sitting out there by yourself. Well, again, you know what it is? Here it is, Eddie. She's, again, she's being separated from the rest of the people. She's by herself and separated from everybody else. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I get why she doesn't want to, but, like, goddamn, dude. Let's just really test this hydraulic lift, shall we? Let's just throw another bra. Although she couldn't go over, like, a buck ten. So Yeah, and come on. Back then, those fucking cars used to weigh 10 fucking tons. That's true. That's very true. So, yeah, he uh, jacks if her If anything, up. I'd be more worried about her fucking hitting the fucking gas or fucking putting in a reverse and running off the fucking ramp while <laughs> underneath the car. <laughs> Which he basically does, though. So, yeah. Um, so she she gets takes a ride on the lift, and she's like, well, I'm going to just take a little nap while I'm up here, I guess. Nods out, but then... Somebody comes into the garage and lowers the hydraulic lift for her. And then I guess they're like trying no, to get in. No, wait, hold on, hold on. I have written down my note. I don't think it's the lift. He turns a valve. Well, right, but you hear that tss, and I think that's what lowers the car. But she falls out of the car, doesn't that's she? That's true. Yeah, she opens the but door wait, and well, stumbles you know out. What? No, wait, hold on. You might be right, Eddie, because we see the door opening and she falls out, but we don't see her falling. So she could right. be just hitting the ground from six feet or six inches. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So she uh, runs away because, you know, somebody's fucking in there trying to kill her or something. I don't know. And she runs over... To try to catch the next bus out of town. Leaves her car behind. I get it, man. I get it. Uh, but when she gets into the uh, the bus depot, we get that weird film effect again. Yep. And all the sound it's goes It's Wayne's away. World, right? Yeah. Yeah, the film kind of waves, and then we do an extreme close-up. Uh, so... She runs over to one of the, the, the people working there. She's like, hey, I need to get the next bus out of town. And well, they can't hear her again. Well, shit. She can't hear anything. She tries to talk to a couple of people. But then all of a sudden, she hears a loudspeaker announce the eastbound bus is loading on gate nine. And didn't she come from the east? Yes. Okay. So she's like, oh, Okay. Since the only thing I can hear is this loudspeaker talking about a bus, and nobody's I interacting. listen to it. What's that? I should listen to it, right? That's the yeah. only thing I can hear. Plus, nobody's going to stop me if I just try to get onto the bus without a ticket, because they can't even fucking hear me. So, whatever. <laughs> you know? So she runs over to the bus, gets on real quick, looks into the back of the bus, and it's just filled to the rim with 
fucking pasty face ghoul people. And again, another creepy scene. Yep, yep, because they all just kind of laugh. Like, hey, well, we got you now. He starts shutting the bus door, but nope. She uh, finagles her way out, a lot like the creepy guy, out of the bus, and runs off like you do. She tries to go to a cop to get some help. He can't hear her. Tries to go hail a cab, but it just drives off. So where does she head, Tim? Well, now she's in an alleyway, and she almost gets hit by a fucking van, right? Yeah. Yeah, she does. And again, a fucking another scene where she was really fucking almost hit by that goddamn van. It was like yeah. two inches between her and the van at one point. Yeah, I was pretty pretty close there, man. It was a hell of a stunt. <laughs> but then after that, yeah, she goes back to uh, like a little park area, like a treed area, right? Yeah, yeah, back to the park, back to back under the tree. And now we hear some birds chirping, and yeah. after the birds chirp, that's when the sound comes back. And what is your take on that, Eddie? Because I can't figure out what that's supposed to mean. Yeah, I think it ties into the ending. Uh, what okay. the twist is, maybe. I might be wrong, though. But well, birds well, there? Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, I, I don't know because it was was it daytime. I don't. We'll, we'll get to it. It was daytime, end. but I mean, yeah, where where this movie ends and what the right. twist is and everything like that. Why would yeah. birds chirping be the thing that brings her back? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. So yeah, she goes back to the doctor, and uh, she's like, "Look, man, I." I had to come to you because it was the only place I could fucking think of where there's a person who's not creepy. (laughs) Uh, Just somebody pretending to be a fucking psychiatrist and then after I spill my guts, oh, by the way, uh, HIPAA doesn't apply to me. Yeah, no kidding. Because I'm Dr. fucking feel good, like you said. That's right. And I will talk to your landlord about everything going on with you medically. Yeah, what the fuck, by the way? Well, this was before HIPAA, so yeah. Sure. I mean, the family doctor probably also was the milkman and, and delivered fucking chickens or some shit, too. Who knows? And again, it's a small town, so no matter yeah. what, everybody's going to find out. That's true. So yeah, she's trying to tell him what's going on, but he's got his chair turned to her again. And uh, this time, the big, the big reveal, he turns the chair and, uh-oh, it's pasty face. Yep. But then uh, we go with the, uh, and I just have Nightmare on Elm Street, you hack. Uh-oh, it was all a dream. Uh, see, this is how we're going to tell how old I am versus you. I have written down Dallas, you hack. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was He's all a dream. A shower. It's that fucking Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah, she wakes up in the car. It was all a dream. And she backs out of the mechanic shop um, because apparently they lowered the lift already. Maybe they finished mm-hmm. the repair. I don't know. Because we don't hear the, the, the car making the noise anymore. And she drives off and the mechanic's like, what the fuck? <laughs> but he's not going <laughs> to. Hey, she didn't pay. Yeah. Hey. Come back here, lady. <laughs> hey. Yeah, she did not pay. And where does she go, Tim? Well, 
where are you going to go? Carnival. Go back home. No, she's going to go back to the abandoned carnival. Because she's, well, at this point, she probably just wants to figure out what the fuck's going on, right? Well, I guess that's a logical place to go to, right? Because that's what she's been drawn to since the fucking beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah. It it calls to her, Tim. She drives up there. She uh, whittles her or wiggles her way back through the fence and gets in there. And I just have that she's not carnival personnel, so she shouldn't be in there. But you know, she doesn't have a pass. No, no. And she walks her ass back to the dance hall. And here we see all those fun, sunken, dead people raising up. And they're having a fun dance party. Only this time, they're not going super fast. They're just kind of having a nice little dance. And well, we see... At the end of the night, you got to slow down, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's for the couples, we can tell, because uh, Pasty Face Guy, well, he's got a date. Tim? Mm, looking familiar, too, right? Yeah, yeah. He found himself another uh, fetching... Uh, blonde young lady holy shit it's dead ass uh mary dancing with him dun 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 a twist she fucking screams and then they all look at her like dude you, what are you screaming for that's rude <laughs> just a real buzz you're fucking up a vibe man come on get yeah, my groove on. on look i'm trying to fuck this dead broad okay let's <laughs> oh sorry that was last week's movie uh <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she screams and starts running off. Then they all just chase her, of course, which is what you do. And we have a nice little uh, uh, kind of Scooby-Doo run through all the different areas of the abandoned. Uh, yeah, I like how when they have the camera like, it's stationary and you just have all the ghouls of the dead people running past the camera. And some of them are doing like jazz hands at the camera and everything yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, some of them are really, really having a good time with it for sure. It's like, ah, okay, I, I get it. You got some of the local theater troupe to, to come out here and do this. My time to shine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm that extra who's going to be dead set in the center of the frame. You're going to make sure you see my face. Hey, that guy from Crank, he learned how to do it, right? Yeah, red shirt guy, that's true. Crank 1 and Crank 2 bonus episodes on the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash bloody bits. Worth a listen. Hey, you got uh, that down. Yeah. <laughs> so they run out of the dance hall. They're, they're chasing her. They're chasing her, like, underneath of the dance hall area. And they finally... Is it? Because it look, kind of looks like underneath the boardwalk. Which... It does. All right, Eddie, let me ask you a question. <clears throat> Is there water in this fucking place? No. Are they next to an ocean? Are they next to a lake? No. So they because... are... Go ahead. From what I understand, this is supposed to be a dried-out lake. Okay, like because, lake yeah, at one point you see one of the things at the carnival, it says salt water baths. Yes. So yeah. I'm assuming it's, but, well, wait, so, Salt Lake City. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so the lake is dried up, I guess. And she goes running. Like you said, it does look like it's like a under a boardwalk. I've seen enough Baywatch to know what underneath the boardwalk looks like, so mm -hmm. trust me. But nobody's having some fun under the boardwalk here. Uh, no, they're just going to kill her ass, apparently, because she runs out into the middle of the dry lake bed, 
she falls down and well the angry mob they they get to her yep we have that classic scene of the them you know over top of the still camera all closing in on it and they finally Again, caught us a too. legit creepy scene mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially for its time too man think about it. 62 this well, see, that's always a problem, especially, like, again, because this is literally the first time I've seen this movie, and I've mm-hmm. heard of this movie my entire life. I've known about this movie my entire life. Well, maybe not my entire life, but, like, being aware of movies. And seeing it for the first time, it's all stuff now that I've seen filtered down about a billion and a half of the fucking yeah. times in movies yeah. and TV shows. So the thing where she is in the uh, the auto repair shop and it's a dream... Which mm-hmm. back then might have been like maybe only the tenth time it's been done in a fucking movie versus now where it's been done a million fucking times. Yeah, it it really is. It's kind of like if you watch like uh, the first Halloween and you haven't seen it at all, mm-hmm. and you try to watch it now, you'd be like, "Man, there's all these slasher movie tropes in here." And oh, it's like man. I saw that in the fucking movie theaters, and that fucking legit scared the fucking <laughs> shit out of me because that was oh, the first time I ever saw a fucking movie where you could once once the killer, the bad guy was dead, he wasn't dead. Yep, yep. Then you're fucked because all the rules are out the fucking window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that music so, done, done. So yeah, done. It's uh, there's something to that, man. If, if uh, where the tropes all came from, sometimes it's hard to go back and revisit it, you know. Well, they're tropes for a reason, right? Yeah, because yep. they work and it's something that everybody can ad- ad- identify with. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It hits us on a uh, kind of a fundamental level, right? Mm-hmm. So we cut to some time later and we see uh, the priest and a couple of cops. They're all out walking around. The doctor, around. the priest, and the cops are all out there, yes. Yeah, yeah. They're all uh, looking around out by the carnival. And they see her car. They see her footprints in the sand running away from the carnival. And then her hands in the sand. And then nothing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, huh, that's weird. That's kind Where's... of spooky, right? Yeah, where, where'd she go to? We don't see this every day, right? Wait, uh... Doctor, can you explain this? No. Priest? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus carried her off the hem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, there was only one set of footprints, <laughs> sir. Then there were none, so Jesus started to fly with me. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus per- turned on his fucking hover boots or whatever the hell he used to ascend. I don't know. So now we cut back to the bridge. The very beginning of the movie, Tim, that accident that we had an hour or so ago. Yep, dredging for the car all this time. They finally found it. Yeah, they pulling did. Pulling it out of the lake. They're dragging it up, so they got to tie it up to a fucking wench and yank it up out of the water. And what do you see, Tim? You see the car, and then we see three people inside the car. The three women from the beginning of the movie. She's yes. dead. She never got out. She was dead the whole time, Tim. Or did she go back to where she was supposed to be? Or did she go back to where she was supposed to Exactly. It's a mystery, Tim. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, I guess filming that scene where they were taking the car and her and them out of the water took a few hours, by the way. Mm-hmm. And she said that the water was fucking frigid. Oh, 
of course it is. So. Look, unless you're fucking filming in the fucking tropics or the Philippines, the yeah. water's going to be fucking cold. Yeah, yeah. So it was, uh, whew, that had to be a fun one to try to, uh, to, try to film. Well, Fuck wait, that noise. Why would, it, why would they have to be in the car? I don't know. When they were taking it out of the fucking lake, right? I, yeah, I don't know. They're method, I guess. I was going to say, that's really fucking method. Holy shit. Just <laughs> take the car out, cut, put them in the car, and then turn the cameras back on, right? Yeah, yeah. You could make, you could easily do it with a cut, but I don't know. I guess you'd rather freeze the chicks. Who knows? <laughs> so, Tim. Yes. What, what, what do you think? What do you think's the... Uh, you think the, the this is this town never happened? She never really went there to play the organ. It was all just like a pre-Silent Hill, Silent Hill, maybe. That's kind of where I'm going. Oh, uh, well, one of those things where it's like, what is it? We were just talking about this. I think with Candace on the grind bin uh, incident at uh, Owl Bridge or something. What's that fucking famous story where the guy is being hung? Uh, it's and... not ringing a bell. Only so we were in a Ambrose wrote it. it. Yeah, no, he's supposed to be being hung, and just as he uh, gets hung, the rope snaps, and he gets away, mm. and he goes back home, and he meets his family and all that stuff, and it turns out to be it's just his hallucination right as his neck snaps. Ah, shit. And I'm thinking maybe that's kind of what this is, because when you think about it, well, no, because the cops in the beginning of the fucking movie, the whole town saw her coming out of the water, right? Mm-hmm. The doctor talked to her. Mm-hmm. The priest talked to her. Mm-hmm. So unless she's completely hallucinating and making these whole people up, and then even after she's back where she's supposed to be dead, they're still going. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird. So Tim, I've got a fun story for you that I was uh, I read a long time ago. This guy was talking about. Uh, he was in high school. He and. Uh, one of his buddies, just some jerk off, tackled him. Some football player, asshole friend of his, tackles him. He falls. He bangs his head on the ground, right? Not playing football, just like walking down the street or yeah. in school. Okay. Yeah, he's walking down the street, you know, crossing the street or whatever. He hits his head on concrete. Bang. You know, fucks his head up real bad. So uh, next thing he knows, he wakes up in the hospital, right? Kind of cobwebbed in the, in the dome piece, not doing great. And... uh well, lucky for him, uh, when he's in the hospital, he, he meets somebody, uh, meets a, a woman. They uh, get to chatting, and it turns out they got a lot of things in common. And, uh, you know, they kind of keep in touch after this. He goes through and graduates high school. He never, like, goes out and, and uh, like, beats the shit out of the friend, which is what I would have wanted to do. But yeah. uh, whatever. Forgive and forget. Now he ends up, you know... Goes to college, stays in touch with the woman, comes back. They, they end up getting married. Uh, they have a, a couple of kids. You know, he's got a decent job. It's a little later on in his life. And he says, and then just one night he was sitting in his living room, and uh, one of the lamps in his room, there was something fucked up with it. So he's looking at it, and it just didn't make sense to him. And he said, uh, for some reason, the lamp, the perspective of it was completely wrong right yeah yeah so he keeps staring at it and staring at it and then eventually he fucking comes to 
and he had just been unconscious this whole time after his buddy fucking tackled him and hit his head on the ground. So his brain released whatever dosage of DMT the brain releases to make yeah. you go into your happy space. Your and near, fuck, Your near-death experiences. Yes, but he had lived effectively years of a life, getting to wow. know these people, a job, having kids. It fucked him up. He ended up having to go to, to loss therapy for years. Uh, that that would be really fucked up. Holy shit, right? Yeah, yeah. So maybe it's maybe it's this. Maybe that's kind of what's going on. This town, this job, the creep, the priest. Maybe it's all just a construct of her uh, dying, kind of piecing shit together in her brain. Damn. Yeah. So I know. So I'm the, guessing uh, we're, rec- we're going to recommend this movie. Of course, yeah, it's a wonderful movie. That, like I said, the soundtrack to it is amazing, and and it's so brief; it's completely worth the watch. There are a couple of scenes where, like I said, with the long kind of tracking stuff with her driving and and, and stuff, it. Uh, yeah, but you know, if they didn't do that, uh, could it be a movie at a, a fucking hour and twenty two minutes? Because that's like about like maybe five minutes, six minutes of the whole total movie, yeah. right? No, that's true. That's true. It, it's definitely worth, and like we said, it's public domain, so you can find it. Literally anywhere. Anywhere, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But the best place to find it would be the best blood place. bank. Of course, the blood bank. He's got to subscribe on patreon.com forward slash bloody bits. So, Tim, did you know they remade this? Uh, okay. When I was searching for this, it's <laughs> on, I searched on Tubi, and there is another movie, I think it's like 1982, that's um... called Carnival of Souls. Yes, so there's that one, and the one I'm more familiar with was in the 80s, uh, I think it was like 89, and it was a Wes Craven Presents. Oh, no. Yeah, so it's yeah. just complete and utter trash. Shit. It's like yeah. when John Carpenter says that the new Halloween is really great, and when James Cameron says the new Terminator revitalizes the whole series. It's just bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, man. Complete trash. So I would not recommend that, though. Uh, no, look, if you're going to watch this movie, watch the, the original. Come on. Yeah. And there's also a colorized version, which I probably will not recommend, right? You want to see this in black and white. Yeah, yeah. I think this works so well in black and white. I can't suggest. I don't know. I mean, there was a minute where we were colorizing everything. Just just skip that. Don't, don't even do it. <sighs> look, maybe technology is caught up, and maybe they can do it a little bit better. Because I think there was a picture like the fucking Archduke of Ferdinand or something mm-hmm. like that that was on the internet the other day that was colorized. Yeah. And that looked pretty legit. But uh, back when TBS was fucking colorizing shit. Oh, God. No. Yeah, Turner. <laughs> uh, that guy was out of his fucking mind. Just ruining it. The saturation was bullshit. Like, it looked like crap. Everything was blue. Everybody had brown hair, blue eyes. That was it. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, even with the technology, though, um, what was it? Human Centipede 2 was yeah. done in black and white and color. I, I prefer the black and white. It, I don't know. It's creepier. Hmm. It just That's a is. Good question. Yeah. So, Tim. Yes. This month, we've been asking our guests a special question. What scares them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we've asked our guests. One time we didn't have a guest, so we asked you, Tim. That's right. Now we don't have a guest. Now we don't, and I promised it at the end of it that I would go ahead and say 
Well, what, what what scares me? I am going to try, I'm going to mute my microphone because I'm going to fill up my my volcano <laughs> bag. So go yeah. ahead. No, <laughs> just it's... please don't make it anything that involves a volcano bag. Okay. So it's I don't think it's going to take too long. I think it's a pretty simple one, really. And I think what scares me honestly is uh, losing my sanity, uh, being able just just losing my mental faculties. Uh, that's why kind of like I was talking about a little bit earlier with the uh, the person that got tackled and having that whole fucking weird fantasy life. The, the fact that, that I am nothing really but my perception of reality and the fact that, that my brain can be fucked up, damaged, and I just lose memories or I lose my ability to perceive or enjoy the things around me or that they're all a lie. Mm -hmm. I think that is what scares me. Uh, well, I can definitely understand that. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because, exactly, once you don't have your memories, yeah. and well, you don't... Okay. Yeah. Well, it's not just losing my memories. It's it's losing my memories, losing my ability to, per to perceive things appropriately, um, just not being able to communicate any more effectively, you know, uh, going into dementia and things like that but, in my age. <laughs> Do you do people who have that happen to them, do they even know it? Like, please, yeah. Jesus Christ, God, if that happens to me, yeah. don't let me even fucking know it. Don't do a fucking uh, Flowers for Al Algernon Charlie thing on oh, me. God. Yeah. Where it's like I have fucking dementia, but I remember what it used to be like where I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's but, true. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, I... that's a legit thing. That's a... Again, if I guess if reality is perception and, and then uh, you don't perceive it as being a bad thing, then fuck it, right? Well, yeah, because it's one of those things where it's like people who are insane, they never ask themselves whether or not they're insane. Yeah. It's yeah. that when you ask yourself whether or not am I crazy, that you're supposedly, and who knows if this is true or not, but uh, supposedly if you ask yourself whether or not you're crazy, you're not crazy. Because yeah. crazy people or insane people wouldn't even ask that. They just assume that they're completely right. Yeah. No, that that's true. Yeah, I guess if you have that uh, that ability to assess it, then maybe you could treat it. But if you don't have the ability or even the thought to try to assess it, then you're just never going to. Yeah, I'm sure Ted Bundy mm -hmm. never sat there awake, uh, awake at midnight going, am I doing the right thing? What's <laughs> wrong with me? He was just like, what the fuck is wrong with everybody else? Yeah. Hey, they all don't get me. <laughs> you know what we should do, Tim? Mm -hmm. I think we should do an entire month of horror that is dealing with insanity. Uh, if only there was a month that would like, <laughs> go along with that, right? Yeah. So, uh, I guess we'll go ahead and announce, Tim, that uh, next month we have March Madness coming out. That's right. Get your entire... brackets ready, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, except it's not uh, 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 college basketball related. No, it's all films that have to do with psychological horror, be that Mad Men or questioning your own sanity. So, stay tuned for that. We've got some pretty cool picks coming up. I already up know of one that's coming up. So Yeah, yeah. So next week's uh, is probably going to be Demented, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. And we're going to be joined by those dastardly McCollum brothers. 
Wow. So we're gonna have we're gonna have a contest to see who can get more drunk on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Terry or Timmy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a real I'm battle. Going down of the that gauntlet, motherfucker. <laughs> real battle of the Titans, Tim. So I think we've uh, again. Just want we to say both thanks. Irish with that name and my and uh, me being Irish. That's that's a tough feat to beat. Who's gonna who can drink the most? That's true. That's true, man. So again, man, I, I just want to thank all the Patreons for their suggestions and their continued support. Of course, yep. thank um, you very much. You're keeping yeah. the lights on. So shouts out to Steve. You're the one that that uh, suggested this one. So you'll be the guy that we talk about and feature on this one. And. Tim, unless you have something else you want to promote or talk about. Nope. I think that's pretty much about it. All right. So, yeah, um, as always, you know, leave us a five-star review. Otherwise, you're stealing from us. We're up to 33 five-star reviews now. I want to get wow. that up to 50. All right. Damn. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, I think what we need to do, we need to have some kind of like contest. Yeah. Because I remember what the grind bin did. Oh. Was they had a thing where it was like if you leave a five-star review, you could get a movie pick. Oh, interesting. Okay, so how about this? we should do that, or maybe like whoever gives us like the five star review at the end of the month when we hit fifty, mm -hmm. we'll put everybody's name in a pool, and somebody will get my paper bag face. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can get your own uh, Tim Yobo paper bag face if you're the fiftieth five star reviewer. No, not the fiftieth, because then everybody's just gonna wait. Nobody's going to fucking post. Everybody's just going to wait until somebody well, yeah, gets yeah, to 49 yeah. Right. and they're going to do it. But okay. once we get to 50, we'll put all 50 people in a poll, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. a pool, and whoever we'll put them all in gets the bag. picked. Yep. We'll oh, that's right. In. That's right. Whoever falls out of my mouth hole on the bag will get it. <laughs> Perfect contest, Tim. I love it, man. Yeah, so I think that's about it from us to, to cap off the week, Tim. Uh... And as always, this is how we end it. <laughs>